what's up, Leftover Army. It is the day after we recorded our San Diego Comic-Con episode. It's the next morning. It's about 7.30. I am wiped out. It was a long episode. I don't even know how long it is, but I mean, all I know is I got there at noon and I didn't leave until midnight. So it's not 12 hours, so yeah, don't freak out about that, but... All right, it's a long one. It's San Diego Comic-Con, so that's it. We're talking about that. But we do answer your emails, and we do go off on side discussions and go off on little tangents about whatever. So, fuck, this is a dumbass intro. Whatever, fuck it. Here you go. San Diego Comic-Con 2015. Oh, hey, and another thing. Yeah, I'm recording this, like, as I'm driving, which is, yeah, that's responsible, Army. Don't do this. But, yeah, don't drive and record. But, anyway, uh, I'm breaking this episode up into two parts because it's so fucking big that I can't... Every time I've tried to export it as one file, it's basically giving me the middle finger and saying, fuck you, not happening today, dude. So, I'm you're going to get this in two parts. I'll have part one up, and then later on I'm going to have part two up. So, uh, I don't know when they're going to come out, if they're going to be released back-to-back or whatever, but I will put them out both as soon as possible. So... All right, so that's the thing. San Diego Comic-Con 2015, part one and part two. It's not as cool as the Infinity Wars part one and two, directed by the Russo brothers. This is uh, directed by me, uh, and it's going to be garbage. So enjoy. Episode 98. There's already like seven million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a wall. It's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's race it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Push over pop culture. Leftover. And we're the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftover. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. And I'm Jake. And we're the Leftovers. That's right. Um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> I, welcome back, Jake. Hey, I'm back. Holy shit. I didn't know if you're going to come back or not. Yeah, I know. I didn't know if I was going to come back either. Yeah, right. It, shit was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I knew I wanted oh, to like, come back. Like this week. Like if I was yeah. like physically going to make it back yeah. again, it's yeah. just been nuts. I, um, you know, Everyone knows about me having to move and everything. And then I went right out of the move. I had three days to get my shit packed and moved. And then it was 4th of July week at my job. And then we had a complete remodel the week after. I was actually supposed to be on vacation last week when you guys did the Terminator episode. And they made me uh, postpone my vacation until this week. I actually start my vacation today. So uh, it's nice to just take a breather from all that shit and get to come and do this shit with you guys again. I'm super excited. Nice. I feel rusty, though. You feel rusty? I do. I do feel rusty. Oh, yeah. You want to bring your A game for our listeners? <laughs> <laughs> I feel rusty. I don't know. I don't know if I can deliver, but I'm going to try. <laughs> they don't give a shit. <laughs> like, if you, seriously, if you listen to this show, you don't have high standards when it comes to entertainment. I mean, really. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Okay. okay hold on. Hold on. But Jake, there's fucking like, okay, there's True Detective. Yes. You could watch that. Yes. 
You could listen to, like, I don't know, Joe Rogan. Yes. You could listen to, like, the Serial Podcast if you haven't heard it. You don't think but, we're in that Venn diagram? We're the dive bar of podcasting. Yes. Yes. We seriously yes. are. Yes. Have you been watching True Detective? I, you know, I'm going to talk about that. You know what? Actually, I finished it two days ago. Nice. I'm halfway. On the first season? Yes. I, yeah, I finished it. I, I wouldn't call it like a binge watch, but I, I, I knocked out eight episodes like in four days. I just like, like watched two episodes a day. Yeah, I've been watching an episode right before I go to bed. Yeah. And I'm, I'm four in now. Right. Yeah, we're going to talk about it, so I'll, I'll kind of join you. And this episode we're going to talk about it? Oh, next episode. By next episode, I'll be done. Yeah. We, I don't want to talk about it during Ant-Man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought you said we were going to talk about it later. That's why I stopped talking oh, about no, it. No, I was going to talk about it later, but I think we just talked about it now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was going to bring it up later. You brought it up. Man, you are rusty. Yeah, I know. I, I am loving it, though. The last episode I watched was yeah. the fourth episode, uh-huh. and it ended with that really spectacular scene that was just one take where he was undercover, like, helping the guy out so he would help yeah. him. And, and they're all, you know, they're in that town. It was The way it was filmed was crazy. Oh, the, the are you talking about, the, like, the biker gang and yes, shit? Yes, Oh, yes. dude, that episode was just fucking phenomenal. That was the episode that just was, like, put me over the top mm-hmm. for the show. Like, it was, I yeah. wished I I wouldn't have watched it so close when I had to go to bed because, like, that was the first episode. What is up with, that's, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What the fuck is up with that? Watching right before you go to bed, like, night, is it night. Some, yeah, no, is it something <laughs> like, oh, a true detective will put me to sleep? Yeah, it's just like, like you know what I mean. It's like the perfect like, length of a show that I can watch. Like, I yeah. usually just lay there and like decompress length, for about an hour. Length on shows and movies is a big thing. It is. For you. It is a big Say thing. no more, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand. I understand completely where you're coming from. <laughs> That's a given. That's automatic. No one's worried about that. <laughs> Did you hear that HBO True Detective? Perfect link. Perfect link. Perfect link. Jake Elliott approved. Yeah, it's automatic like, Tupperware. It's like the perfect nighttime nightcap for me to go to bed. I love it. <laughs> Welcome back, Jake. No, it's great to have yeah. you back, man. I mean, our listeners were worried about you. I get emails every goddamn week. People are like, <laughs> they're like, Brian, you're you're holding down the fort. Holding down the show while Jake's gone. Where the fuck is Hold, Jake? Where's Jake? <laughs> Brian, good job. You're holding it down. <laughs> like, 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 like the fucking show is in shambles without you, Jake. Yeah, I, I got news for the listeners. I was nowhere near running this shit. So. <laughs> I wouldn't even put myself at 10% of running it. So. <laughs> You don't know. It's always nice to have you here. You're my fucking rock, and you know that yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. And a rock in a good way, not rock in the big trouble in little China bullshit way. Right. <laughs> You're a rock in a good way. And uh, no, it's good to have you back, man. Yeah. I'm with you on the big trouble stuff, by the way. Yeah. I'm a huge right. rock fan. I love The Rock. I like The Rock, too, man. I don't, I don't want him as Jack Burton. Not as Jack Burton. That's silly. Yeah. Super silly. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm with you on that. I saw that on Facebook, all the big trouble stuff, and I, I was, feel like like I, I would be totally against it, but I would even understand if they were like, okay, Owen Wilson is going to be the next Jack Burton. Yeah, it makes more sense. It makes more sense. I'd yeah. be I'd be still against it. Yeah, but on the flip side, I'd be like, oh, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of like what Owen Wilson's done recently with his career and his comedy and some of his choices in film. But I can kind of understand why they choose him. He's a comedic, comes from a comedic background. Yes. I think people get where I'm coming from. And I think yeah. that, I mean, Kurt Russell wasn't the perfect male specimen. Like, and that, yeah. that's the thing. He's, the, every, great he's the everyman. Yeah, exactly. And The Rock is hardly the everyman. Right. Exactly. I mean, he's the star of that baller show right now yeah. where he's like, you yeah. know, larger <laughs> than life. And Jack Burton is not larger than life, like, 
mega bodybuilder right. guy. Right. Like it just seems silly. It's he's, silly he's a costume. he's a cigarette smoking, drinking, just everyday bar fighting yeah. kind of dude. Hey, hey, yeah. people! If you like if you like Big Trouble in Little China, and you want to know what happens after the end of the movie, Boom Studios has a fucking comic book out right now. Oh, nice. And it can, it picks up, it literally picks up right after the movie ends. Cool. And it is written by John Carpenter, and it's fucking phenomenal. That's so awesome. if you want to, yeah, and you still get, the, you get Jack Burton's voice in this. Is that right. still going strong? It's still going. I mean, issue 12 just came out. So I mean, Great. yeah, check that out. You don't need the rock shitting on our fucking 80s. And Rampage, the, the, oh, the God. that's coming out. Oh, that's really Yeah, we didn't talk about that, did we? We did talk about it. Oh, on, yeah, we did. That's on right. On the Lost episode. That's right. Yeah, we talked about a lot of things that episode. You know, the first here. city that you destroy in the arcade Rampage game is Peoria. Peoria, Illinois. Yeah. That's right. That's that was fun. Yeah. I, I would put my quarter in just to lay the shit down on fucking Peoria. Yeah. I so. love that game. I do, but seeing a movie on it, nah. Yeah. Especially well, with The Rock. Well, the, one of the things that I said on that show that nobody got to hear is I think they're banking on the fact that Pixels is going to be a hit. Yeah. And so they saw that this Pixels thing was coming out. Maybe, you know, they're, they're thinking that this movie is going to be huge and like this will be like the renaissance for these 80s you know, fucking video game properties to now be movies. Mm. Right. Um, you know, I mean, we're getting into that, you know, like, think about it. Like, uh, we're getting into that age now where, like, the people that grew up playing those games are now the people, the demographic that they want to get watching these fucking movies and taking their kids to these movies. Right. Because it's like, okay, yeah, daddy's now old enough to take little, you know, Timmy to fucking see this fucking shit movie. You know what I mean? Are you not excited for Pixels? No, fuck no. I hate that cast. Fuck no. Oh. I mean, I love, I love... Uh, don't get me wrong, I love Dinklage. But, you know, the thing yeah. is, he's made some really, really shitty choices in films. The Knights of Badassidom or the Knights the of Badassidom. I mean, fucking amazing trailer coming yeah. out of Comic-Con, yeah. like, ten fucking years ago. Yeah, people <laughs> couldn't wait for, like, two years straight yeah. for that movie to come out, and then it was like, ugh. But we got the studio cut, and it was garbage. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if, like, if you, even if we got a director's cut, if it would have been much better. Yeah, I think sometimes that's an excuse. Yeah. I'd say Pixels was the biggest thing that was shoved down my throat trying to trying to you know research all the SDCC stuff this year was every ad was fucking oh Pac-Man's eating the city whoa pixels <laughs> it, it was like seriously every other like tweet was fucking from pixels and i mean like that's we, we not... just heard the audio version of the movie yeah there, there you go thank you jay yeah crazy <laughs> i'm the Ooh. best donkey kong player in the world oh god uh so when in that movie are we going to get to see Peter Dinklage dressed up as Mario oh, with the hammer. It's going to happen. It's gonna happen. Gonna happen. He's going to be yeah. jumping over barrels, right? <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's going to happen, right? Yeah. They're going to show a 2D they're going to show a 2D version, a side scroller, right? Of I, him doing I, it, right? I, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh. And the the fucking trailer like I told you was just stupid. Yeah. Like like the 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 guys on like the police force are trying to like destroy like the aliens, the centipede yeah. aliens yes, yes. and they're shooting at them and stuff like that and they're missing at missing them and then it's it's like Adam Sandler gives like the most basic general centipede instruction ever he's like shoot for the head <laughs> and it's like no shit <laughs> <laughs> they needed to be told that thank god they had the experts on scene exactly thank god the video game experts are here wow. to tell them things like wow that. thank you <laughs> you're such a strategist <laughs> fucking steve rogers yeah. captain america over here you know what i'm now that we're just blabbing i am so fucking glad that minions came out 
because that advertising campaign is driving me fucking oh, crazy. God. Yeah. Everything you can slap a fucking minion on, they've slapped a fucking yeah, minion on. That's true. Right. And I'm just over it. I'm like, it's been six months of fucking minions. You're not going to be buying the Funko Pop minions, Jay? Not going to be buying the Funko Pop minions. That's surprising. Not a single. <laughs> I, uh, no, I no, no, no. I you know what? I fucking I hate Funko Pop. I think it's a fucking waste of money, and I talked about that last week. If you're buying this shit, I'm sorry. Fucking buy heroin, it's a better investment. <laughs> Seriously. I'd rather I I'd can't rather, legally do heroin right now though. <laughs> I'm saying, like, no. I saw I saw your orphan black Funko Pops. And I did like those. Ooh. I thought, I thought they're, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna own them. Yeah. Like if I, if I get an itch and I'm like, oh shit, you know, those orphan black Funko Pops, I like them. I'll just go to Jake's house. Hey right. Jake, I'm stopping by. I'm gonna stare at him. Let me know. I can send you a picture. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> I want, I want, I want, send me a pic. Make, uh, no, like make an event of it. Like put some fucking velvet ropes yes, up. Yes. I can walk through, look at them, snap a couple pictures and shit, and then I can leave. But I'm never gonna fucking buy them. Yeah, yesterday I just got the uh, very first Harry Potter Funko Pop, and I was super geeked out about that. What was that? Hold on, hold on. So they haven't, they've never made them before? They've never made Harry Potter Pops. Okay. Um, the Hot Topic got the first exclusive one, and it's mm. actually out before the entire line, so it's the right. only one available now. It's um, Harry with the uh, Sword of Gryffindor cool. like uh-huh. from the end of Chamber of Secrets. Right. So hey, Harry Potter Pops, that's just like, I'm collecting Pops. Harry Potter is one of my favorite franchises. Yeah. I'm super pumped. So yeah. they're bobbleheads, Jake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just throwing it out there, Chief. I, I know, I know. Fucking bobbleheads. <laughs> fucking bobbleheads. Yeah. <laughs> you're a 37 year old man, and you're you're buying bobbleheads, Jake. I, that's I, a that's a thing that's happening. It is a thing that's All happening. Right. I'll readily admit to it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to cap off the conversation about the you know this this whole idea of. Have we seen one movie where they've sold us back our childhood yet where you, you're just like, wow, that was really good and that had some heart and, and emotion to it? I don't think there's a single thing that I can think of that, you know, they've tried to sell back to us through these films and whatnot, which I think with Pixels, it's like, I'd rather play a, a, a new video game or something than go see a stupid fucking movie. You're asking, has a reboot property ever actually worked? From our childhood. Not now, as, now, yeah. now I, I mean, we can talk, we can talk Dawn and Rise of the Planet of the Apes all fucking day. That's yeah. different. That's a great story. That has heart. That has emotion. Exactly. But it's not from our childhoods either. And not it, really. And it yeah. took him, I mean, look at how long it took him to get it right. I mean, that movie came out in like 73, I think. Don't right. quote. No, 69, the original. Yeah. 68, 69 came out and I mean they even Tim Burton tried and failed miserably yeah, uh, yeah. with the Mark Wahlberg reboot. Oh. It took him so long to get this thing right and I think the only way that they actually got it right was okay, first off, the story's great. They nailed it there, but on the flip side, the technology what they can do now with the mocap. Right. Yeah. You just you had the perfect storm of like, you know, the best guy in motion capture with Andy Serkis mm-hmm. signing on to do this thing mm-hmm. and then you know what I mean? I I just think that's a that's a rarity. Uh, but what you're saying makes 100% sense, Jay. Yeah. Our childhood's the 80s. Right. It's like, what if, like, I was listening to Star Joe's this morning, and, and they were talking about, like, their favorite movies from 82, and one of the guys that was on the pod this week said, Beastmaster. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I loved that movie growing up. I did, too. And it's like, what if they tried to redo a fucking Beastmaster movie? It wouldn't work. Okay, who would they cast, number one? Okay, they'd cast The Rock. The Rock. That would happen, because yeah. that's the only person that you can cast, apparently, these days in any movie, is The Rock. Yeah. Franchise Viagra. <laughs> Shoe and money maker. Put a wig on Vin Diesel. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now... Yeah, or they or they'd go the comedy route. Nah, I don't think they'd do it there. They they do traditional. 
they do traditional with Beastmaster. Yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah, I, I don't who know. would they cast in the comedy version of Beastmaster? Owen Wilson. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I was thinking, I, I, like, I, I, a, a comedy version that I would want to see would be Mike Tyson as the Beastmaster. Oh, I was and he Charlie controls Day. pigeons. Oh, yeah. All he does is control, yeah, control pigeons. And they all have like the face of Robin Gibbons or something. <laughs> He's just constantly swatting at them, right? right? Even though he controls them. So I'm just wondering when they're going to get it right, and, I, and, it, and it sickens me when I when it ha- it happens to every well, see, generation. They're not hiring. Okay, the, the thing is, they're not hiring. The, they're not hiring the right directors. They're not hiring the uh, the right writers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people aren't even like sniffing Max Landis for some reason. Right. And I mean, this guy is like. You know, he's. I think he's like some of his ideals are golden. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I didn't really love his Wonder Woman, you know, movie that he had plant penned, but um, yeah. but his Ghostbusters idea I thought was phenomenal. Oh, I loved that, and yeah. the way that it like tied in with the Slimer reveal yeah. and all that, that was stuff, very and, cool, and using all the mythology from the first movie made it a lot of fun. I know we're not jumping into San Diego Comic Con yet. That is this episode. But did you guys hear that he's going to be writing a Superman comic or something? Uh-uh. I, I did hear that. Actually, yeah, I need it, to read more about that. Yeah, it's with someone too. I think he has a writing partner. Yeah, I could be wrong yeah. about that. No, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I have my fingers crossed for Ghostbusters. That hopefully it'll be that property from our childhood that actually delivers and that I enjoy. You know, the thing is, it's like, even if, okay, we're getting all new characters. Yeah. And so it's not like they're just like, uh, they're, even if it fucking sucks for some crazy reason, if it sucks, cause like, honestly, I think they've, they've got some of the best women in comedy. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You could sub in fucking Amy Schumer for me. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. Sub oh, for yeah. Me, Cause I fucking love Amy Schumer. Please. She's fucking killing it. And the season finale was this past week. Mm. She is a genius. And yeah, I'm going to watch Trainwreck with her and Bill Hader. Yeah. Is that next sure. week? It is next week. Okay. Good deal. So. You know, but I mean, they've got Leslie Jones, one of the best comedy writers ever, mm-hmm. in my opinion, for SNL. I mean, and finally, she's gonna, you know, she's getting her chance. I mean, you know, she's like forty-seven. She, I, I was, old. I was getting ready to bring that up. I was blown away when I heard her age. Just a she few looks weeks so ago. young. She does look so yeah. young. I would have not guessed over like yeah. thirty-five, thirty-six yeah. on Facebook. Yeah, I, t- I tossed the Ecto one, but. I don't know, like, the other news that people are tossing this movie for, I think, is kind of asinine. Like, I don't understand, like, the reasoning behind it. We really don't know much about the plot. Yeah. And, I mean, they've got some of the best women in comedy right now, and then they got one of the one of the more funny, competent directors out there, yeah. Paul Feig. We yeah. haven't seen any of the tone and of how the comedy's going to be, mm-hmm. any story development. No footage. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing. What are you bitching about? <laughs> you know yeah. what I no, mean? I mean, yeah, let's let's wait. Let's let's hold off. I mean, until you can form, like, a coherent, you know, uh, in, intelligent opinion about it, let's yeah. wait until we fucking see, like, a, a trailer a or trailer. something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. But I have my fingers crossed that it's going to be good. Well, I, Kristen Wiig's never let me down yet. Yeah. But I don't want just her to be fun. Like, I want this whole package to work. Oh, absolutely. I really hope, I really hope it works. And I know you do too. Absolutely. I mean, people are forgetting, like, you know, the one, the one thing I'm worried about is like the Chris Hemsworth thing. Like, is that going to work? Yeah. Yeah. Is that going to work? He's the secretary. Is that what's Yeah. He's like the Janine. I think he could be funny. I I think, I think he has his moments. Well, we're going to find out if he's funny in the new National Lampoon's vacation. Oh yeah, that's right. He was funny in the trailer for that. The trailer, he looked funny, but you can't have that scene go on too long. Right. It's just got to be, you know, in and out. There were some funny moments in that trailer. (laughs) The Red Band trailer for that was really funny. I was really worried until I saw that and I kind of laughed at out a couple times. When's that, when's that coming out? August? It's coming out soon, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know, August or whenever. I don't know the date, but... Uh, let's see here. Yeah. 
This week it's all about San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. We've got some random news that came out this past week too before Comic Con that I want to discuss as well. Cool. Next week is uh, episode ninety nine. Uh oh! Wow. And it's Ant Man. Fucking Ant Man. Finally going to talk about Ant Man. Yeah, it's that time. <laughs> <laughs> so Jake's going to fucking Tupperware it. <laughs> Automatic Tupperware. <laughs> I mean, Jay not. can't toss it. Jay cannot toss. It. <laughs> Jay cannot toss anything, so it's at least going to get eh, low tasted. Did I toss anything on the history of this show? I think you maybe maybe you tossed After Earth. Maybe I think yeah. I did. I think maybe, you did. Toss I don't know. After maybe Earth. you tossed After Earth. I, I don't think know. I did. I think that might have been the only one. Yeah, you're you're so friendly and nice. Yeah. It's hard for you to toss something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like even if like I like I fucking like if I made you like a microwave burrito and it tasted like shit, like, you'd still mm. probably finish it. <laughs> it's burns my mouth a little. Like, if I slow <laughs> <laughs> taste it, oh, no, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna freeze it. If I made it for you, you'd probably finish it. Like 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 if it was like if like if I wasn't here, right? It'd be in the garbage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, bro! God damn it! <laughs> yeah, you're right. I am a little too nice, but. Uh, yeah, After Earth was definitely a toss. Did you see? Hey, Jake, I'm going to ask you, man. Did you see Terminator Genesis? I did not. Okay. All right. I'm, hey, I'm just asking. Are you going to go see it? Um, I think I am not. Okay. Yeah, you didn't have to be here for that episode, so he was like, you know, I'm not. <laughs> well, you'll, no, you'll watch it eventually. Oh yes, I'm not boycotting. I know that. Ever watching I know that, the movie? But no, it's not like you're running to the theaters to go see this. Yes, and word of mouth was so terrible. It made it's, it. I, I I totally understand. Yeah, yeah. I totally understand. Like, I totally understand. Mm. So, <laughs> I'd rather go see Inside Out again than go see Terminator for the first time. Wow. Damn. Inside Out. Did you see, uh, did you see, uh, the interview that, uh, what's her face? Oh, what's her fucking name? Old girl from Mindy Project. Mindy Kaling? Yes. She was on, like, Good Morning America or something like that with, like, what's her name? Greg Stepanopoulos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very Greek last name. He's, like, one of the hosts on one of these shows and shit. And he was talking to her. And he is like, he's like inside out. He's like, man, this movie does a great job of showing you what it's like to be inside an eleven-year-old girl. <laughs> and it got like really fucking quiet and shit. Oh, wow, <laughs> really quiet. And she goes, in the most wholesome way possible. <laughs> and I was like, that was because they, they showed it on the soup, and I was just fucking rolling. Oh yeah, and she's oh, got a great God. sense of humor. I'm sure inside yeah. she was just bursting with laughter. Oh my gosh, yeah, like oh, you could see the wheels turning yeah. as soon as he fucking said it. Like I can't believe like. And, like, did he not pick up what he fucking said as soon as it came out of his fucking mouth? I know, didn't he? I mean, he's reading it off the fucking teleprompter. Yeah. Probably not thinking at all, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am a robot ho- yeah. host bot reading the teleprompter. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't see it. I It was with the remodel, I mean, I was just... And then everyone said it fucking sucked, and... Yeah. Were you guys... Famous? Not everybody said it fucking sucked. I I tossed it. Yeah, Dave tossed it. I tasted it. Jay, Jay tasted, tasted it. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be ashamed. One of these days, one of these days, it'll be a momentous occasion. What was awesome about it? Um, there wasn't necessarily anything awesome about it. That's why it was a tasted. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't awesome by any means. Um, but Jay still trying to figure out the rating system. Yeah, <laughs> he's still working it out. It, it was one of those instances, I think, where like when you tasted Age of Ultron. Yes. You had a good time when you saw it. Yeah. No, he Tupperwareded it first. Oh yeah, you Tupperwared. No, I, it first. Yeah, I downgraded. Okay. It was the same thing for me. Like for some reason, everything just kind of went out the window, and I went and saw it. and I had a good time. How so, many people were in your theater when you saw it? 
Uh, there was probably like 12, maybe. Okay. And I, was, I had I was, one guy walk out. I was thinking like you were in a packed house. No. Uh-uh. Cause like I was in the place. I was, I saw it in IMAX 3D. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's fucking Terminator, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. T2 is my favorite movie. It's like, I, if they're gonna fucking like rejuvenate the fucking franchise, I wanna be there and I wanna watch it in like the biggest screen possible. Right. And the 3D on this thing was a fucking joke. Yeah, I did, really? I did 2D, so I didn't see the 3D effects. Horrible. So Cameron was full of shit, basically, saying how great mm-hmm. this fucking movie mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. Nah, that fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. He just wants the property back. He probably did that on purpose. It reverts back to him anyway in yeah. 2019, and he'll probably never do anything with it. Fucking Schwarzenegger and dinosaurs just don't get along when it comes to box office. I mean, he got trounced by Jurassic Park 1 when Last Action Hero came out and got trounced yeah. by Jurassic World. With well, that was Terminator. his fault. Yeah. You, Schwarzenegger, R-rated, 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 R-rated. Okay, I'm going to do Last Action Hero, which is PG-13. Yeah. You, you fucking cut your own fucking leg off. Because yeah, he like, followed Total Recall with that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was he was still super exciting at that time, the string of movies he, he did. Yeah. And I, I remember being excited about it and then like... <laughs> Oh, this looks like a kid's movie. Well, and then, like, okay, then he did True Lies, which was rated R. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had Tom Arnold in there, like, at the top of his fucking game yeah. and shit. And it was fun, dude. Yeah, I, True Lies, super fun. Yeah, yeah. The, I Honestly, like, in Terminator Genesis, there's not one action set piece that I was like, oh, that was awesome. Except, not even the bus scene. It didn't even fucking blow me away. Yeah. And, like, the only thing that I thought was kind of cool was, like, the fact that, like, in T2, it took them an entire movie to kill the T-1000. Right. But in this one, like, they knew how to take the thing down. They knew it was coming. Yeah. And then they used, like, that acid. That you Oh, know. yeah, from the ceiling. Yeah, from That the was ceiling. kind of a cool And scene. I was just like, holy shit, dude. They did in fucking ten fucking minutes what T2, it took them two fucking hours to do. Yeah, and he, I'm like, that was cool as fuck. Yeah. That he is funny. terrorized the shit out of him in T2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was um Emil? Is it Emil Clark? Emilia Clark. Jay liked her. I liked it. I wasn't feeling her. Yeah. I don't think. Linda Hamilton just came off like a fucking badass. She trained for that shit, dude. I mean, you. she trained for that shit. I remember, like, her fucking arms. She was ripped. She was yeah. ripped. I remember it's seeing funny. her on, yeah. on, like, you know, fitness magazines yeah. and shit at the time. Like, Amelia Clark shit. is, like, a very petite girl. She's, like, really tiny in real life. Yeah. So it's, like, she didn't, she just didn't really kind of, yeah. like, do it for me, like, as, like, the next. Honestly, I think, I'm glad she didn't do it. I think it would have been a bad choice for her career. But Margot Robbie, one of the people that they're talking about, I think she would have been a better choice for him. Yeah. I can, I can see that. Yeah, with Linda Hamilton, you also had the whole like just transformation between the two movies oh, that yeah. really blew you yeah. away. Like it, it was just like, oh my god, look at her in this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, she went from like the first movie being like yeah. this waitress to yeah. like the second movie being like almost like you know like fucking like commando. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I that was yeah. I guess that was a huge deal. I I, I kind of neglect that, but she was kind of like almost irritatingly weak in the first one. And, and that's just because of her circumstances. Sure, yeah. But, but then in the second one, you're just totally blown away by the, the 360. She becomes name. Kyle Reese. Yeah. I agree. You know? True. She becomes Kyle Reese. And I love that journey of that character. And and I thought I really thought in like this movie, like they would have been able to... I, I wasn't sold by the relationship like this Terminator like raised her pops. I didn't... It just didn't really connect with me yeah. as much as like the the John Connor boy story, and then like fucking Jason Clark didn't even remind me of that little boy in the original movies. There was like nothing about him that was like even close to being. Yeah, but I, I thought it was kind of lame, and the 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 fourth one where they forced it upon you, and he like pulled out like the little 
boombox and started playing the Guns N' uh, Roses right. song. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you're having any uh, doubts that I'm the same kid, uh, <laughs> you could be mine. You could be mine. <laughs> right? So, Yeah, I'm definitely wait, waiting for home, home viewing on yeah. that one. Yeah, that's like, oh, dude, uh, you watched, like, the RoboCop movie, the new one. Yes. And, like, I can't get through it, dude. Like, oh, I, yeah. I actually watched, like, the recently the Verhoeven one. Oh, my God, that movie's so fucking good. Oh, it's fucking awesome. It's so fun. God, it's so violent if you watch the yeah. uh, the unrated version. Oh, yeah. I was blown away. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> blown away just like fucking uh, Peter Weller's hand. Yeah. <laughs> I love that scene. That, that movie really affected me as a child, like seeing that much violence at that age. Yeah. And they marketed it like right towards us. Like they had video games and toys. And so. they upped it in the second one. They did. Oh, yeah. They, they, You've got a fucking kid going around killing people and shit and cussing and shit. I still to this day think of the scene in the second one where the girl stabs the guy with her high heel right in the eye. Yeah. And just like, oh, yeah. that's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. remember as a kid fast forwarding through some of the scenes in the first Robocop just being like, holy shit, I can't watch this again. It's too violent. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. that was really the first time I was exposed to that level of violence. And then what did they do in Robocop 3? The yeah. classic mistake. They made it PG-13, and they turned the RoboCop into the Rocketeer, and they gave him a fucking jetpack. Yeah, and a samurai sword or something. Exactly. Right? You'll believe a robot cop can fly. Dude, even... even <laughs> <laughs> Frank Miller wrote that garbage. This, he did. This summer, <laughs> RoboCop will not only fly into theaters, but fly into your heart. <laughs> RoboCop is airborne. <laughs> RoboCop, you're going to Top Gun. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that coming? Isn't that starring Matt Skerritt? No, with Tom Skerritt. Yeah. Do do you remember the the Batman toy commercial that me and you used to make fun of it all the time? But it used to be Batman is airborne. They're playing with the toys, and it's like, yeah, he's always airborne. What are you talking about? (laughs) Batman is ready for these Arctic conditions and Arctic freeze Batman. Right. Right. He's airborne. Holy shit. <laughs> Batman is ready to sell more toys. Yeah. <laughs> Batman's decked out in neon camouflage. Yeah. <laughs> Hiding in the shadows in bright yellow scuba gear. Yeah, bright orange. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, oh, shit. You know what? I'm going to pause here real quick because uh, I'm going to go over something here real quick. Okay. So I'm going to pause. No, you know, I'm going to stop this motherfucker. Because that, that's what I do. I'm the fucking showrunner Hell around yeah, here. yeah, man. I'm the fucking... Not fucking Dave. Dave's not here. Fuck Dave's you, not Dave. here right now. Dave is going to be... Ho- maybe, hopefully. I'm saying hopefully, like I want him to fucking show up. <laughs> but you know what? Dave is probably going to show up yeah. at one point or another yeah. throughout this episode. But you know what? You know what? He fucking thinks he's the showrunner. Does he or does he not? Sometimes he's a little... Sometimes he does. A little prima donna. You know what? Have I missed some incidents? With La- last week, last week, he was like... Uh, and I thought about this after the episode was done, and I didn't say anything. <laughs> he thought about it afterwards. Yeah, it, you know, shit. Just you know how Some, shit just yeah. fucking like you think about it, and then it like then it just fucking pisses you off. Wait a minute, that was you. fucking rude as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, at the end of the last episode, he's like, "Hey, uh, Brian, uh, isn't it about time?" For, yeah. Uh, if I and he's talking about like the exit line that I use every week, and okay. just like all good leftovers, the one that you can never quote. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Right. And weren't we in the middle of a conversation or something too at the time? And he's just like, "Hey guys, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." So basically, what he's doing here in this moment is he's telling me that I need to give the show's exit line, and then he goes on to say that if he says it, I get upset. But on the flip side, what he's doing is he's instructing me to say it, right? Making himself the showrunner, 
mm. and acknowledging that he's not the showrunner, but on the flip side, trying to direct me. Mm-hmm. So he is the showrunner. I know it's a, it's a fucking it'll fuck with your head. He's like but, trying to get you to wrap yeah, it up. It's yeah, like the movie yeah, Seven. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So you know what I did. <laughs> You know what I did? I totally disregarded everything he said, and I just kept talking about something else. Yeah. I, I think I t- it was Fourth of July, and I talked about giving Lady Liberty an orgasm. So, oh, oh, yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. yeah. Why would he want to rush that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he felt the need to uh, yeah, say that in the first place, but it was kind of a showrunner-esque kind of moment. Isn't it was. about time for you to say your line? Put yeah. on the big hey, guy pants. Isn't it about time for me to mute you and shut the fuck up? <laughs> isn't it about time for that? Isn't it about time for you to shut the fuck up? Huh? I think it's time. Yeah, it's half past. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right, I'm going to pause. No, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. We'll come right back. We're going to jump into San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Like Dave jumps into Wonder Woman. Provocative! <laughs> <laughs> Back. Do you like that transition? Oh, it brings us back into the show. Yeah. And hey, we're back. Seamless. Yeah, yeah. it's seamless. <laughs> it was seamless. What a seamless. cut. <laughs> Jake, before you left, like, I didn't know, you know, like, before you left the show for, like, the past few weeks. Yeah. I was, like, I was at the store, and I saw something, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to get this for Jake. Is it a bobblehead? And it... Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it no, if it's not I, a bobblehead. You know, to see, the thing is, it's like, I, as I wanted to get you something that you wouldn't get yourself. Okay. Because, like, every bobblehead that I see, I'm like, oh, Jake's probably got it already. <laughs> I don't want to get him doubles of these bobbleheads, you know? Yeah. No, that's... I don't blame you. Yeah. That looks like shit. Jake's probably got it. <laughs> the crap it was made it. in China. I'm sure Jake right. has it already. Right. <laughs> I love the cheap quality. <laughs> so I saw this and I was like, fuck, I got to get this for you. Um, yes, I love presents. I'm excited. I hear rustling. Russell Crowe. Oh, that is awesome. Oh, man. I need so, new glassware, too. So, yeah, that is great. Thank you so much. Yep. It is a orphan black pint glass. I'm just staring at it like this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. painting the podcasting like, like picture. It's, <laughs> it's a visual medium. Yeah. They can all see it. Yeah, this is awesome. I I like the way that it looks like the print is on the inside of the glass on the back. Yeah, that's that's super cool. But it's an orphan black pint glass. It says Sestra. Sestra. <laughs> Sestra. Because you are my podcast Sestra. Oh, because you've been my rock this whole time. You that know is what for I mean? sure. It looks like there's even like blood on the bottom of it. Too. Yeah, like it's, a. Oh, I'm opening. This well, that's up. real blood. I'm getting a better look. <laughs> I, I started to cut myself after I opened my after I opened my last Marvel Collector Core. Oh yeah, look at that with the red tint on the mm-hmm. bottom. You cut yourself. On the <laughs> I hate this. I had a slow reaction there. <laughs> so, thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I got the perfect bobblehead that'll go right in this. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's for beverages, Jake. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> God damn it. Everything's for bobbleheads. Fucking bobbleheads. <laughs> when the fuck did the bobbleheads become the, all the fucking rage? I don't know. I know. Funko Pops. When, no, when did fucking 37-year-old men get fucking a boner over bobbleheads? When the fuck did this happen? What fucking time stream? We talked about time streams last week when we watched, when we reviewed that shit of a movie, Terminator Genesis. <laughs> what fucking time stream are we in where people are fucking going to the stores and t- taking their hard-earned cash buying fucking bobbleheads? It makes yeah. you wonder if somebody does have time travel and they are yeah. fucking with us and doing this stuff and now you see all these weird things that are happening. Yeah. I feel like yeah. they're the beanie babies of this decade. That's like, kind of what I, I take I it as. I feel like it's going to bottom out at Thank some point. God. I was thinking the same thing this morning about beanie babies. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that or Furbies, and it's just guys want something to collect as well. Fucking, I want to. I want. I want to make a Jake meme. I want to snap a picture of you holding one of your little fucking bobbleheads, and I want it to see. I want it to say, "Once you Funko Pop, you can't Funko stop." I'll send you. I'll send you that picture tonight. All right, awesome. I'll show off my new Harry Potter Funko Pop bobblehead. Just have yourself laying on the floor with them all around. Make you. it rain, Funko Pop. <laughs> <laughs> like American Beauty almost. Oh man. No, I want like the Burt Reynolds like, you know, shirtless. Oh yeah. You got the Funko Pop you know, covering my junk. <laughs> oh, Jake's Jake's like, it's so big I gotta use the Hulk bus. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta use the Thanos pop. <laughs> Galactus. <laughs> it is the length that matters. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, but see, that's the, the weird thing about that, though, Jake, is like, uh, I actually got that before your whole unfortunate incident with the TV and the Wii U. If our listeners don't know, somebody walked into your home, unbeknownst to, to you guys, hopefully. Yes, unbeknownst know. to us. Yeah, and uh, they walked out with your TV and they walked out with your Wii U. Yeah. So on an episode uh, about a month ago, I asked our listeners, I said, I've never asked you for money. I've never asked you for anything. And I asked them if they would actually donate to the to getting you a new TV. Oh my god! And getting you a Wii U. And dude, did the army not come through? So Jay, how are we going to do this right now? Because that's a good question. Yeah, should we? Let's just do it right now. Let's just can do you? It. Yeah. Oh wow! You... I don't even know what to say. I'm like, I'm like a little bit of a cold sweat from just all wait. this. Do you remember the? <laughs> do you remember the Watchmen from like the 1980s? I'm not talking about the movie, but yeah. I'm actually talking about like the, there was the Walkman. Yes. Yeah, we got you a Watchman. It's got like a three inch screen. <laughs> oh, nice. And we went to the pawn store, and we got you a. Nintendo Game Boy from like 1991 and shit. We went to the pawn store and we found your TV that was stolen right. that they were selling at the pawn store. <laughs> we, we just bought you a bunch of Funko Pops. All right, here we come. Okay, here we go. Oh my god. So yeah, this is on behalf of the army. This is, uh, you guys are fucking unbelievable. <laughs> Can you believe it, man? Can I you can't believe, believe it? it? I can't believe it either, dude. I like, I need another cigarette. <laughs> How how big was how big was your last TV? It was forty two inches. How big is this TV? Forty nine inches. It looks like. Oh man, life is good. Oh my gosh, I I yeah. You need to let me know all the people that donated. I I I want to thank all these people personally. I'm I'm like blown away. I'm like literally like a little bit choked up by this. I was dude seriously (laughs) like when the donations were coming in and. Some of the do- donations ranging from small to very large. When they were coming in, I was just blown away, and I was also brought to. You know, I was getting misty-eyed. Even if someone gave you a dollar, now, I, I'm just now, eternally fucking grateful. This right here. Let's open it. This is your. 
This comes from one listener. Look at that thing. It looks like it was just in fucking Christian Gray's room. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely got bondage. Look at all that bondage. (laughs) Well, the guy that it came from actually works for a shipping department. Okay. So he packed this thing like no other. Now, I saw saw a little bit of spoilers on Twitter. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Because I follow you, of course, and I follow another listener, and I kind of, I kind of saw a little bit. Did Jake get what what I gave him? And I was like, what? Uh, What's going on here? Saw that. Yeah. That would have been a better PM. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Than a a public tweet. Bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. But you probably just assumed that they were sending you a Funko Pop. Yes. Can I can I pop this? Can I pop bubble wrap? Yeah, you got some bubble wrap. I'm nervous. Pop it. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is podcasting fucking one oh one right here. And it actually sounds like last week's podcast. <laughs> we had oh, yeah, fireworks yeah, going off. Yeah, I was wondering about that when I saw you guys were doing yeah. Fourth of July. I'm like, oh that's gonna be festive. Yep. Look at that shit. That shit is wrapped up nice and tight. Oh shit. He did a great job. Holy he did crap. such a good job, it's taking forever <laughs> to get it unwrapped on the show. And we're just kinda Ooh, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I think you, I think you know. Hey. So, yeah. Oh, my God. It's a fucking Wii U. <laughs> there you go, man. What else Holy is in this shit. box? Holy shit. What else is in that box? Well, That's a big-ass fucking box for just a fucking Wii U. Oh, my God. Donkey Kong Country Returns. I've been wanting that. Check that out. Oh, my God. This, comes, this gift here comes from Rory Aguilar. Oh he donated his own personal Wii U um, because oh he he loves the show that much. He loves you that much. That Jake, seriously, think about this for a second. Somebody actually, they love this show and they love you so much that they actually donated their personal Wii U and their games to you and shipped them to you so that you could play them. Dude, this is, I, I was going away. I'm speechless. I, I just don't even know. Like I, I am I gonna have to so be much. that dick that makes you send out like fucking thank you cards and shit now? No, I, am I, I gonna have to be your fucking mother? You, I think you should send out fucking thank you videos. I will. I, <laughs> I will. I will do thank you periscopes. If anyone follows me on Periscope, I'll personally thank everyone. Just come on in. Oh my god, that is fucking awesome. Yeah, you. We, uh, Jake has a uh, forty-nine inch uh, LED LED TV from LG. So it's an upgrade. It's a seven-inch upgrade from his last TV. And then Rory Aguilar, our listener, hooked him up with a Wii U. And what games do you have? A there? bunch of games that I've actually been wanting to get that I haven't even been able to afford. I've nice. been wanting this Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze since it came out. Yeah. I've been wanting Tech and Tag Tournament. I've been wanting to try one of these Batman Ar- Arkham games mm-hmm. I've never played before. Yeah. So I, oh my god! And I, I just started vacation today. This is this is beautiful. I'm going to be trying all these fucking games out like tonight. I wanted to thank the, all the listeners, uh, and I'm sure Jake wants to thank you too, but I wanted to take time here on the podcast to thank you. I wanted to thank listener Joe Martin. I wanted to thank Marcus Smith. A huge thanks for Ryan Feely. He was one of our bigger, big-time donators. Thank you, Ryan Feely. Uh, Brooke Benson, another big-time donator. Can you um, set those back down mm-hmm. here? Thank you. Thank you, Candace Owens. Uh, another, another huge donator here was George Zygoras. Thank you, sir. John Butler, thank you. Patrick Taylor, thank you. I don't know who this listener is, but they went by Fourth World 
Incorporated. Thank you, Fourth World Incorporated. I wanted to thank another uh, your one of your arch nemesis on uh, fucking Facebook, Michael Cornish. Oh, nice! And he was a big, big contributor. My biggest uh, rival, Kevin Sparenberg. Thank you, sir. Eric Grubb from the Awesome Movie Podcast. We've had him on the show a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Thank Eric, you, thanks, Eric. Eric. Uh, I wanted to thank uh, one of my favorite listeners out there, uh, True Breezy. Oh, I love True Breezy too. Bree Jordan, thank you. Greg Alenti, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir, for your donation. Dan West. Wow, all these names. More still. Big contributor, Dan West. Um, I wanted to thank Eric Wade. Big contributor. Thank you, Matthew Allen. Danny Murphy. Katrina Guzman. Matthew Roybal. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, and then, of course, we got to send a huge. And if I miss somebody, I apologize. Yeah. But a huge thanks goes to Rory Aguilar for donating his entire Wii U. Yeah. And then I've also got uh, some gift cards for you. And then I've got some money that's still sitting in PayPal that oh. I'm going to bring over, and you can maybe buy a game or two with that's that. That's awesome. Money. That's so, super exciting. So I'll get that to you. I've been wanting to get that uh, Splatoon that just came out. Well, you'll be you'll definitely be able to get it oh my god you'll have to for sure get me these names i i am going to go out of my way to personally thank thank every one of you and brian i'd like i'd really like to thank you too just for even bringing this up to see if people would do this i'm just i mean seriously I, i'm speechless i was like i was thinking like maybe we'd be able to replace the wii u yeah um but when rory like came in like a fucking champ and just sent the Wii U. I was like, holy shit, we're going to be able to get them both. And I couldn't believe it. You know, and I, I want to thank the army, every one of you, even the ones that don't, that didn't donate, you know, um, you know, I'm sure you sent Jake well wishes or whatever. I don't know. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you don't give a fuck, but I want to thank the ones that did donate. It was awesome. Yeah, that's great. And I, I mean, any of you listeners out there that want to friend me on yeah. Facebook, Feel free to friend me on Facebook. I'm really easy to find. I'm uh, and you can. I'm I'm giving you some uh, letters here. Oh wow! I'm Jake yeah. Two Sheds Elliot. Yeah. How do you? How do they get you on Twitter? Find me on Facebook. Well, you find me on Facebook, and if you if you help donate, I, I want to be able to personally thank you. So. I'll get a list of names from Brian, and we'll figure it out. It's nice I'll, to see some true justice. That's really great, guys. It's it's awesome that everyone got behind yeah, this. Yeah, Larry, awesome. Larry uh, Madey, fifty dollars. Here's another one. It's um, oh, I can't find the name. Uh, another fifty dollar though. I just can't believe that. Like, another card for you. That's cool. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. They sent him cards. Got a cat card. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> oh man, this one's from a. Uh, Greg Caliente, is that how you say his name? How do you say his last name? Caliente. Uh, you might as well just said, uh, fuck you, Greg. <laughs> because his name is Greg Alenti. <laughs> I, I love yeah, that. Greg Caliente. Oh, it looks like a C, right? I, I knew that one. It kind of does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Greg, learn how to really seriously, learn yeah. how to write your name in cursive. <laughs> Get some better penmanship, Maybe, yeah. but thank you for your donation. <laughs> <laughs> and love- uh, you've now been christened Greg Caliente, so <laughs> fucking deal with it. I love that it's a cute cat, and then he writes inside, May whoever stole your stuff eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely read those. Wow. Oh, this one's from Breezy. I see it up here finally. Yeah, here's a, here's a gift card. And you, I've got some more cash coming your way too, so you can get some games. Oh my gosh. So You guys are so awesome. This is too much. I, oh my gosh! I need a cigarette break. <laughs> we can take a break. I, I'm blown away. I'm I'm like cold sweat, just like 
I know. I mean, you need some time to digest this. I mean, people just sent you this amazing gift over just a show that we do here. Yeah, I wasn't expecting this at all. <laughs> Dude, I like seriously when I when I put the word out, like I didn't know the army was going to come through like this. <sighs> Yeah, an LED TV too. My old yeah. one was an LCD. There you go. And so, I mean, it's it's not it's only is it upgrade. bigger, but it's yeah. just the oh man. So thank you everyone that donated. The the ones that didn't shame on you <laughs> for shame donation shame <laughs> <laughs> donation shame. Where's the bell? Ding ding shame. Ding ding ding. Oh yeah, the game donation of shame. shame. <laughs> no, this is for you fuckers that didn't donate. No. <laughs> You're choking them out right now. <laughs> no, no, not every. I mean, not everybody's in a place where they can just fucking send money off. But the people that did, thank you so much. It's so fucking awesome. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, wow. Jay, you said it perfectly. This is fucking justice. Yeah, it is. It's it's nice to see. You don't get a lot of that in today's age. So it, it's it's really reassuring. It was so crazy too, because it was like three weeks before I had to move mm-hmm. is when this happened too. It's like right. they were casing the fucking place. Like, waiting for the perfect time. I was right. up till, like, 2 in the morning in my living room, like, every night for the last two weeks, except for the night this happened. So, I mean, I just feel like whoever did this was, like, out there with binoculars just waiting for the right moment. It's a yeah. real, real shitty thing to happen. Yeah. yeah. So, that TV was my baby, too. I, like, went out Black Friday and got it after doing my paper route and everything. Yeah. I, I'd celebrate its goddamn birthday and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this, is, this is this is a go- I'm gonna, this is a gorgeous TV. Yeah, I'm gonna celebrate this TV's fucking birthday too. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. record this date in my calendar right now. Yeah, and seven twelve, man. Yeah, so next year we'll be celebrating this TV's birthday too. My sound just got weird. Is everything still recording? Okay. Yeah, we're good. Okay. It's just yeah. like one bad thing, you know. You had this horrible thing happen to you, but then you have this awesome fucking thing happen to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. It really got me. Down. I had so much work to do with the move, and then it's like for that to happen, it was just a real blow. I almost put on the bat suit. I was so pissed off. I was hitting walls and shit. Yeah, it was like that. a real kick to the nuts. You know, mm-hmm. it really fucking sucked. The funny thing is, like, I bought you that fucking glass before you, this. Before I even knew of this news, I was just like thinking of you that same day. Yeah, that's that's wild. Like, I was you like, had, like oh, a man. psychic premonition. Yeah, it was like, oh, I'm gonna get this for Jake to like. I, I bet he'd like this, and it'd be fun to give it to him on the show. And I and you know, you're my podcast sister. So I was like, fuck, dude. <laughs> I love glassware too. Ever since the old days with the Hardy's Empire yeah. Strikes Back glassware. Oh yeah, yeah. I've loved like glassware yeah. based off of like properties. Oh and sure, things. sure. It was it was between that. Or a uh, fucking button, right? <laughs> yeah, fucking button. Which you would have loved. I, yeah, love, yeah. I love buttons. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Buttons. <laughs> I know. It's a, you're Gollum with his fucking precious when it comes to fucking buttons and shit. You should see my button collection. It's existed long before uh, all, oh, this, okay. all this box shit. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Is that Brian hunched over in the corner vomiting? <laughs> oh, yeah. He just saw fucking Jake's button collection. <laughs> my life is complete. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, uh... Yeah, do you have anything else to say before we break here real quick? Oh my god, I need a cigarette. Thank you so much, everyone. I am going to find out who all of you are, and I'm going to personally thank you. Thank you so much, Greg Caliente. (laughs) He's the one I want to thank the most. Yeah. (laughs) Greg Caliente. (laughs) After some fava beans. (laughs) No, you should thank thank, uh, fucking Larry Madej, because uh, he made your Madej when he fucking... (laughs) 
sent off. No, hold on. He made, Have a nice midday. He, he made your fucking midday when he sent you off fucking money so you can get a fucking TV after you shit on his fucking email bumper. I know. Well, that I thought that was um, – and Kevin Sparenberg, too. He sent money, too. He sent money, too, and you shit I all shit over all his. over his, his email yeah. bumper. <laughs> hey, guys, but to be fair, your fucking bumper sucked. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. Kevin, we use your bumper. I use your bumper. I used it last week. Oh, you still use that? No wonder people get tired. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you fucking defend Dave. Don't you fucking defend Dave for falling asleep on this shit. He, Dave's actually here. Dave's actually here, people. He's been, he's been here this whole time. He's just been fucking sleeping and shit. Yeah, we keep we keep hitting the snooze button real quick every time his alarm goes off. We're gonna see how long this goes. So yeah. Right now he's dreaming about empowered females. <laughs> We should haze him. We should put his put his hand in like a in the bucket of warm water or whatever. You know that trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, oh, he's probably, dreaming of empowered he's, females. He, he's probably gonna have a he's probably gonna have a really nasty dream about Wonder Woman. Oh, oh I heard about Am that. I, right? I heard about that. I heard he wanted to do things mm-hmm. to Wonder Woman. You yeah. can see skin on her. That's Holy very un, that's very unlike Dave to talk about females like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, white knight, domesticated Dave. All right, hey. Uh, we're going to take a quick break so Jake can recover, and we'll be right back. Uh, wipe the spoo out of my pants. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Dave said that last week after talking about Wonder Woman. Oddly so. enough. <laughs> Oddly enough. I'm fresh. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta. You gotta be fresh. All right, hey, we're back. I say that every fucking time. Like, can I switch it up a little bit? Like, seriously, like, everybody's like, I get these fucking emails from people that are like, yeah, Brian, you're a great showrunner. You're killing it every week. And every time we take a pause and come back, I say the exact same fucking thing. Hey, we're back. What else would you say? I mean, that's hard to switch it up, right? I could say what? I could just fucking catch people off guard once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I could say something like, uh, Denzel Washington hates Kleenexes. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? Just go into it. That would go, and then people would be like, what the fuck is he talking about? Oh, he's got my attention though. <laughs> Oddly enough, he has my attention at this point. Why does Denzel Washington hate Kleenexes? Oh, he's not addressing that? We're talking about this now? <laughs> Where's this conversation going? I'm invested now. I was gonna fucking not listen to this podcast anymore, but you know what? It's slowly becoming one of my favorites. <laughs> what are they? What are they hearing in between us breaking and you're, you're saying we're back? Nothing. No, I put in like little. Oh, okay, okay. They heard the Workaholics theme song this last time. Oh, cool. okay. You gotta be fresh. Awesome. So they get to hear that. Well, that's cool. We're back. Hey, you know we're gonna jump into San Diego Comic Con. Yep. We're gonna jump into it. We're gonna talk about that shit. We're gonna jump into it like Dave jumped into Wonder Woman last week. <laughs> yeah. We're not you know going mean? to dip our toes in the pool first. We're just going to fucking belly flop right into that shit, right? But first, I'm going to open my. I got uh, last week. I opened the Marvel Collector Corpse, which I hated. It was garbage. It was full of fucking patches and buttons and bobbleheads. And oh man, that pin was spectacular. Oh fuck! <laughs> you and your fucking buttons and pins and shit. So uh, this week, I did get the. Uh, you know, I like comic books. I'm a big fan of comic books. Is this your? Uh, set? Did you get the first comic? This is my too? first. This uh, is my first. Oh, that's your first. Yeah, they just released like the comic block, right? Yeah, yeah. Th- I didn't get the first comic block that they released. Okay. This is my first. I actually have this sitting at home. I haven't opened it yet either. Oh, are we going to get the same thing? Is that how it works? I think so. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, you know what? If I don't get a goddamn bobblehead or a 
button in this motherfucker, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I want comics. It's all I fucking want. The first one had the most bitchin'-ass fucking Simpsons shirt in it. I was super excited. Really? I don't know what the fuck it had to do with comics. I mean, I guess they're they, Simpsons comics. They, but... they put a shirt in here? Yeah, there's a t-shirt in there. There's a t-shirt, three comics, and an accessory. God, if, I swear. Accessory scares me. Yeah. yeah. That's where you're scaring me. The dude. first one, it was a uh, um, like a Batman print. That they sent out. That okay. was actually pretty nice too. That was cool. I saw that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. Here's the second comic block, and I don't do the videos like Jake does. <laughs> you know why? Because you guys are fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should I? Should I? Should I look at the the shirt? Last, last, yeah, shirt. Last. Okay. And I'll look at this. Yeah, that's already. I can already tell that's a piece of shit. Oh, Jake's gonna love this one. What With the, the shirt? F- no, this. I got comic books here. What do we got? Uh, see, I like comic books. I'm not gonna toss this shit right out of the gate, right? Because no. I like comics. Yeah, you do yeah. love comics. Now, did they send... Holy shit! I, you know what? I like the cover. This is Groot number one. I was actually looking at this. Oh, that's awesome. In the uh, in the comic book store. I was in Champagne and I was at G-Mart Comics in Champagne. And uh, this is a variant edition. It says comic block on there. I like that. I didn't like that about the first Marvel Collector Core. Yeah. It didn't say that it was a Marvel Collector Core exclusive. But the second... Yeah. One, the second Ant-Man book dead. My I, biggest beef with Marvel Collector Core is bag and board the books, motherfuckers. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus yeah. fuck. At least they got it right here. They bagged and boarded this. This reminds me of one of those, uh, the golden books. Yeah, it's like the giving tree kind of a yeah. little bit looking. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's Groot number one. Do you know who's writing this? I have no idea who's writing that. Yeah. Groot it, number one. I like this. It I says don't... down there. It looks like next to the one. It's mm. hard to see with the, the color, the white on white there. Hmm. Yeah, I can't see who it is, but yeah, I uh, I like this cover. Um, I don't know if the book book's any good. Is this this is a mini series, right? I think All it's an these... ongoing. Really, I could be crazy, but. Because I thought, like, they're doing a Drax book coming up here shortly, and I thought that the Drax book, I thought all these, like, were mini-series. See, Marvel's so confusing now. They used to actually <laughs> say limited series on yeah, the limited right. series, yeah. but now I think they don't put that on there just in case the shit blows sure. up. They can be like, oh, it's issue five. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, their numbering is crazy now. Cause, oh, like, yeah. We're, like, on I- issue five of, like, the Chip Zdarsky Howard the Duck, and then, like, the next... You know, the next one that's coming out will be back to number one after they wrap up, like, Secret Wars and shit. <laughs> no, okay. Five issues and then rebooted back to number one. They know number one sell. It's yeah. like, it's like you know what I mean? I think, um, <clears throat> isn't Slot, Alred, Silver Surfer evading all that somehow? Mm, I hope so. I think I read that somewhere, that they're, cool. they're like one of the only comics keeping their number. Hawkeye's getting rebooted after three issues. Yeah. The Jeff Lemire run. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. With Lemire yeah. still, too? Lemire's still back on it. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's silly. Uh, the, so that's the group book. So, yeah, you know what? Um, I haven't read it, so, you know, I'm going to freeze it. All right, there you go. I like the cover. Cover's cool. If I, if I was rating it on a fucking cover, I'd say, yeah, I uh, give it a taste it. At least it's something you're going to read. I mean, there's com- there's comics yeah. that could come in that box that I could yeah. just put straight into the garbage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's the... What, is there a sticker in here? God, fucking stickers. How old am I? <laughs> <laughs> you can put them on your, tra- put them on your trapper it's, keeper. I spoke too soon. It's not a sticker. Uh-huh. <laughs> put them on my trapper. <laughs> uh, let's see here. This is uh, Ghostbusters IDW. IDW, they've had Ghostbusters for a while. They did a Ghostbusters Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles team up here recently, mm-hmm. like a miniseries. Um, is that is, a hardback? It's a hardback. Um, let's see here. It looks like it's Ghostbusters presents Ghostbusters Get Real. So, Are they telling you not to do drugs and stuff? Is it like a, <laughs> is it like a PSA comic? I don't even think it's – yeah, it's a comic. 
No, it's not a hardcover, dude. They just got like a fucking piece of cardboard in there, oh, right? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. It just looked like it. From they the shrink wrapped it around yeah. cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is this? So, um, I haven't read any Ghostbusters comics. I haven't either. So I'll try it out. So I'm gonna freeze that fucker. I heard they were good. What the fuck is this? Arcade Jake. block advertising, huh? Arcade block advertising, and I don't even. But there's a comic in here. Oh, you can't even tell what the fuck. I can't comic tell what the comic. I gotta actually open it up to figure out what the comic is. That's not cool. They put an ad in there. Fucking sounds like every other fucking podcast. <laughs> God forbid you don't have a fucking, hey, we're talking about this and this and this. Let's talk about mattresses now. How are you yeah. sleeping at night? I noticed that in two different fucking podcasts. What's the big one? What's the big mattress that they're shipping around right now? I don't know. It's, it's some mattress company. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember what they were called. I, was, I love telling Steve Dave, but all of a sudden Walt Flanagan's talking about some fucking goddamn mattress. Mm-hmm. And then I was listening to another podcast and they started talking about the same mattress company. It's like these fucking companies whore themselves out to whoever. Yeah. Whatever. Stupid. Arcade block. Hold on. What is this? 21st century Tank Girl number one. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is kind of cool. So it's Tank Girl number one. Is that Keith Giffen artwork? I'm not sure who did that. It looks cover. like old school Trencher. Yeah, it does. I love that cover. Lobo. Let's find out here. It doesn't say so in the cover. No, it doesn't. Totally a ripoff, though, but it looks Cover cool. artwork by Jamie Hewlett for covers A and B. Jim Mahfoud. Wow, it sounds like he's actually his last name is spelled M A H F O O D. It sounds like he's talking about like his food. <laughs> he, he did, like, a, he did like a lot this, of the Kevin Smith books. Jim Mahfoud. That's Mahfoud. <laughs> Get the fuck away from Mahfoud. He did art for Clerks and Jay and Silent Bob books. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I actually had like some of those comics. Those are great. Yeah, that's that's the same guy that did okay. that art, and you can kind of see that a bit. I think on that cover. Yeah, absolutely. It's very Keith Giffen, though. I love that. That's awesome. And then Brett Parsons and did uh, whatever, some fucking artwork for it. But yeah, this is a tank girl. And then uh, apparently they worked out a deal with with Arcade Block to do the fucking... What? That's bullshit that they show you that first. They put the back of the comic. They put the back of the comic to show that off. Yeah, and they put paper in front of the other one so you couldn't actually see it. Fucking Arcade Block. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You subscribe to that one. I don't, I don't. All right. No, Frank, I was, I was Frank gonna, gets that one. I was going to jump all over you. I do not I do not get Arcade Block. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's not, not going to go over the shirt yet. Oh, they sent me a fucking Avengers Assemble pen. Oh, that's the one accessory. Mm. And uh, that's fucking dumb. Yep. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck it. It's a fucking pen. Yeah, it's stupid. It's a fucking pen. I can go to fucking Walmart or the dollar store and probably buy a fucking Avengers Assemble pen. There's I'm no sure. Value. It didn't even look like it was – it looked like it was based off like generic Avengers too. It didn't look like it was it, like – yeah, I paid whatever, and I get a fucking pen. A pen. Yeah. It's a pen. <laughs> so you can write they it They run out of ink. <laughs> yeah. They assemble, though, it says. It here's says a, here's a shirt. Here's a shirt. What I got a got? shirt. What do we got with the shirt? I like the black and white so far, but... <gasps> oh, oh, my God. Shit. I Tupperware the fuck out of this shirt, though. Well, there you Dude. Go. I do. I t- I'm going to take a picture of this shirt and fucking post it on the page. I'm going to fucking steal that later. Holy shit. <laughs> Dude. I'll, I'll give you mine. Guys, this is from this is from uh, Batman v Superman, and you've got, in the background, Superman flying in front of the moon, oh. but in front of that, you've got, you've got Batman in that fucking metal suit. 
that we've seen in the trailer. Now this is fucking this is fucking cool. I'll be wearing this fucking opening day for Batman v Superman in the theater. There you go. I always feel like if the shirt's good, you got your value. I mean, because that shirt's worth twenty bucks. This is amazing. Itself. This is awesome. I, I absolutely love this shirt. So can yeah. I touch it? Yeah. <laughs> Jay, Jay, do you wear a medium? Oh yeah. I've got one of those for you. Oh man, look at that. Oh, that's an awesome shirt, man. Fuck. <laughs> that's where I got goosebumps. No, seriously, Jay, I, I have this same comic block. You can have my I don't shirt. want it. Don't give me your shirt. Dude. No, that's I don't. You shirt. know I don't want it. All right, I'll let's take not, it. Let's not kid anyone. I'm not wearing it. I'll take it. I'll wear it every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather go to you than end up in a pile of shirts I don't wear. Man, that's beautiful, man. That's a great surprise. Yeah, that's cool. I dig that. I have a Sherlock shirt I'm trying to get rid of, too, if anyone's interested in that. Yeah. yeah. wow well that was kind of exciting there i like that a lot that was actually uh yeah that was uh tank girl the first thing i I finally tupperware something nice in one of these fucking boxes fuck that's worth it like uh, like see that's i've always wondered like like seriously i've watched a few of these unboxing videos i've watched yours and i've watched a few others and stuff like that and like i'm i'm I'm, like wondering half of the time like are these fucking reactions like are these fucking real reactions like like because like me honestly like if i would have recorded like myself opening one of these boxes oh you would have gotten genuine fucking reactions like what the fuck did you just send me this is bullshit fuck this shit but i feel like like have these boxes it's like people have to like conform and be like oh yeah like like i'm supposed to sit here and like am i supposed to start performing fellatio on this fucking pen that they send me you know what i mean oh my god Look at how it writes. I love this fucking... It's a fucking pen. (laughs) And I'm supposed to get excited about a pen. You know what I mean? So I like, I wonder, like, I wonder, I, I think some of these, I think some of these videos that are out there are a little subject, they're a little sus- a suspect. Yeah. Like that maybe the people are like paying them or something, or they're like, I, or, or, yeah, maybe free boxes or, or something. Free boxes, or maybe like, maybe they just don't feel like they should talk shit about these boxes, cause like they feel like, oh, maybe, maybe I could be sponsored by these people. Right. Maybe I could be noticed, so I don't mm. want to talk shit about their fucking shit box. I know, and maybe it's just a Who simple- the fuck is getting excited about some of this shit? You know what I mean? Like you got a fucking mouse pad one time. Oh, I didn't get excited about that. And I know you didn't. That's, yeah. why, that's, yeah. that's why I'm mentioning the mouse pad because yeah. you were like half the people don't even fucking use mouse pads. Yeah, anymore. I'm like, what, what even is a mouse pad right. these days? Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Who the fuck uses a mouse? pad? And I didn't even know what the fucking property was, right. let alone like yeah. use a fucking mouse pad. It's right, like, what the fuck is it? Exactly. Yeah, see, at least yours are like genuine. I I, I believe what you're saying when you're on when you're opening. Did you see them. the Terminator Two head chip keychain that I got though? Yeah, yeah, that's fucking badass. That was cool. That. that was cool. Yeah, because yeah, it looked like an actual prop. Yeah, it looked like the it actual had weight. prop. Yeah. It, had, yeah. it had like weight. It was the brain chip. Oh, okay. The the CPU. Yeah, the CPU. That's chip. cool. Yeah, it was actually really neat. I think they were sending a message to like their fucking like subscribers like you don't have a fucking brain for yourself because you subscribe to this shit <laughs> we'll send you one you dumbass motherfuckers because we're ripping you the fuck off yeah when you're you going brainless back- fucks <laughs> going back to you saying like wh- why are people like getting happy about stuff they shouldn't be happy yeah. about i know i have friends that mm-hmm. if they spend their own money on something no matter how obviously terrible that something they is, they want to talk themselves into thinking they, yeah, it's awesome. They cannot admit out loud that mm-hmm. it's a pile of shit. Yeah, I see that with video like video games all the time. Oh, I spent sixty bucks in this game. Yeah, I will never admit that it's the shittiest, buggiest fucking game I've right. ever played in my life because right. I spent the money on it. Yeah, it's like it's okay. Yeah, you can tell people that they fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, save the next generation. Make 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 sure a sequel doesn't happen. Say it fucking sucked. So our listeners, you know what? 
I'm not trying to fucking sell out and sell you on like buying these fucking boxes because it's a gamble. It's oh, it a, a fucking gamble. gamble. I'm, you know, what? I guess I'm old school. Like, if you see something at the store, like, let's say you go to Hot Topic and you see a fucking shirt that you like, or fucking like, I don't know, for for some fucking ungodly reason, you see a fucking bobblehead that you have to add to your fucking <laughs> bullshit collection. <laughs> you know, so get it at the fucking store. Don't fucking gamble on this fucking shit and get these fucking boxes. Now, Jake, for some reason, Jake, you you do gamble. I do. I love gambling. I think I think it is like that. I think it is. I think it's fucking these people that fucking like you go to the slot machine and you fucking pull the handle and you see all the flashing coloring lights and shit and you're like yes three cherries i want an exclusive bobblehead exactly exactly (laughs) exactly so you like the lights you like the colors you like the sounds and shit and you like this box that shows up at your house every fucking month the chance that something great might be in it yeah Yeah. and every now and again i get something i really love like yeah but in the at the end of the day how much did you spend to get it well, most of these were gifts, so not too much. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking boxes. Yep. So, uh, yeah, uh, I did want to read. Uh, we did have two new iTunes reviews. Okay. Oh, nice. So I wanted to read those iTunes reviews. Why don't I have the iTunes bumper ready? I mean. I don't un- think I've heard the iTunes bumper. Um, yeah, it's weird. Here we go. Here's our iTunes bumper. singer yeah yeah it's kind of an inside joke you had to listen to the past episodes and shit because dave like uh, i said we didn't have an itunes bumper and he started singing the girl from ipanema mm. and so the next week then i actually posted the actual song to the episode and what does that have to do with itunes reviews what what, what does <laughs> what does dave have to do with anything after the time he's the showrunner last right? week <laughs> Yeah, he's a showrunner. Last week we were talking about We Stand on Guard, yes. the comic book, the Brian K. Vaughn comic book. Talking about that. Yeah. And Dave starts to talk about our main character. Yeah. And he says that she's dressed provocatively. Right. Da- Jay, <laughs> you saw. Did you see this I saw, on Facebook? I saw, did I saw. you see the way she was dressed? Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, provocative. So much skin. She was wearing, yeah, she was wearing more clothes than normal. Cause all right, all right. Yeah. So what did I do? What did I do? I called him out on it. Yeah. I called him out on it. I said, she's not dressed provocatively. And where, where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go from there? He started talking about how her snowsuit was, how her snowsuit was white. Yeah. Then it flipped. Now, now, now she's, now he's not even addressing the fact that he talked about how she's dressed provocatively. Now he's on some other fucking bullshit. He's like a representative from fucking Crayola and talking about <laughs> the color of her fucking snowsuit. He's talking about how it was white and how it wasn't dirty. So now it's like now, 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 now we can't trust her because she's shady. She's been out in the fucking wilderness for three weeks and she's not dirty. He did take it down that road. Yeah. I totally forgot. Yeah. That's so, that's kind of fucked up. It is. It's it not is. dirty. Yeah. Not dirty. It's enough? not dirty. But then it being dirty would his make it more provocative. Were, his, so he exactly, can't win. exactly, exactly. His, his first, his first initial thing was like she's dressed provocatively. She's she's out there and she's dressed so that she would, in his exact words, were entice these freedom fighters. And she's wearing a fucking snowsuit. I fear for like I'm so thankful that Dave has he had like he has a child. And I'm so thankful that he had a a boy. Because, like, when it came down to, like, <laughs> if he would have had a girl and she turns 16 and she tries to leave the house, 
I'm scared. She yeah, can't she be dressed in a hazmat body suit. armor. <laughs> exactly. She's fucking dressed like a fucking body armor, like a knight. Like she's fucking wearing like a fucking like like a was a like a bulletproof vest. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, a, I was thinking like Marty McFly, yeah, from she, Back to the Future, like Darth Vader costume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when he said to, I, I hadn't seen the image yet. <laughs> we just we just wrap her in tinfoil. <laughs> I, I hadn't seen the image yet, and mm-hmm. you know he then he starts down this whole road of that she's dressed too provocatively, and then I saw the image and I'm like that looks like Princess Leia in Hoth gear. Yeah, I wasn't like oh uh, yeah, but when I tried to call him out on it, I tried to say I tried to say she doesn't look like she's dressed provocatively. And then he switched gears, started talking about how she's dressed in all white and it's not dirty. And then it was like he's not talking about provocative anymore. It's just like he's just – it's like I don't know. It's like talking to somebody that's just not – it's not registering with them. Yeah. <laughs> I expect 100 percent realism from my comic books. It, yeah. it didn't even have to do with that though. I mean it, it was just like any other guy dressed in a snow outfit. It could have been yeah. a dude – I mean like so all the dudes yeah. dressed in pure white snow outfits are yeah. provocative? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. That whole argument just seems ridiculous. Yep. When he gets here, I'm going to tell him he's dressed provocative. <laughs> Put you, some clothes on. You can't dress that provocatively for pop culture leftovers. Dave, go home and change. <laughs> Put on two snowsuits. <laughs> two snowsuits. She only had on one snowsuit. Yeah. <laughs> one, one was too provocative, though. Two, two it might have been off the level. <laughs> provocative. Can you imagine if I let him get away with that shit? No, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you called him out on that one. Unbelievable. We're still talking about it too, because, because that's total bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on to iTunes reviews. The first one is, uh, it's titled "Better Than a Strong Female Character." <laughs> What's it, better than that? We'll have to ask Dave because huh. he's the only one that would be able to answer that question. It's by Tater Salad sixty eight. Tater salad. Like Tater salad. Sounds 68. delicious. Yeah. <laughs> he says PCL or he or she. I don't know. Oh. Tater salad could be a female. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. PCL is definitely an acquired taste. You're either going to love it or hate it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is no middle ground here. I'm gonna. This is a five star review. Oh, oh nice. cool. Thank you. Um, you're either going to love it or hate it. I'm pretty sure there is no middle ground here. Fortunately for me. I freaking love these guys and their passion for topics that I have deep interests in. Don't let this review scare you away. Give these leftovers a taste and decide for yourself. He put taste in quotations because nice. that's part of us. That's yeah. awesome. Taste it. Yeah. Thanks for the quotes. Yeah, a little bit of branding there. Yeah. <laughs> you should be. You should be in our marketing department. Marketing. <laughs> Pretty much all we have in our marketing department now is Dave, and all he does is reach out to empowered females. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. We could have reached out to Tater Salad. That yeah. Could, uh, <laughs> Tater Salad 68. Oh, 68. Uh, one thing is for sure, these guys are doing this for their own satisfaction, and will gladly laugh at your horrible review if you decide to leave one. <laughs> <laughs> I myself love this podcast, and am laughing along with them. I applaud their strong opinions and the uncompromising stances they take on all all manner of pop culture subjects. Smell you later. No, not that Ron White. So this is from Ron White. Ah, Remember okay. our listener from last week? We right. had the email. Yep. His last name is White. That's provocative. Oh, oh my god! Right. <laughs> you last... need to censor this whole fucking episode, <laughs> Ron. Your last name is wearing white. <laughs> His name should be Ron Dirty. There's not a speck of dirt on that last name. <laughs> Thank you, Ron. That was awesome. Not the Ron White. Not the yeah. Ron White. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see here. I do have another iTunes review. Let me. Is it a bad one? Find it. <laughs> those are fun too. Those are my fave. Yeah, I like. Those too. <laughs> you know what? Usually those are my favorite. <laughs> Usually those are my favorite, and and this is a bad one. Yes. Oh, cool. But it's like, come on, if you're going to leave us a bad fucking review, be a little bit more descriptive. Like, really get into, like, why you fucking hate us. Right. One star, you suck. Yeah, something like that is just like, you know, like, hold on, I'll read it. It's uh, it's it's titled Awful. <laughs> I know, I like I like it. the title, I yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. You had me at Awful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now, now, now really dig in, right? right? Now get in there. Hit me in the gut. What makes us awful? Yeah, and it's by hmm guy one seventy six, <laughs> and uh, then it's it, the, the the whole review is just three guys cursing and talking about nothing. Oh, cursing! Well, no, that sounds like like, like if my mom yeah. reviewed the show, <laughs> that's what she would say. Right. He's wrong. We've had four guys before. Yeah, but I, I guess the episode that he or she – oh, hmm, guy. Hmm, it would be a guy. Yeah. The, the episode that this person listened to, it was just three of us. It was probably our last episode. Yeah. It was probably our Genesis, Terminator Genesis one. Probably. I would think. Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. I'm the one that curses the most, though. Yeah. I, I can't get through a fucking sentence without saying fuck. Right. I just <laughs> couldn't say it then. I think Dave holds himself back the most out of all of us from mm. cursing. I, I throw fuck into like every sentence. How we fucking talk, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if I'm cussing, it's coming naturally. I'm not ever holding it back or, right. or trying to do it. And, more. and I don't remember when we've talked about nothing. We've never really covered nothing. I don't think mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if that's just your opinion, you you obviously weren't into the subject matter. I'm going out of my way to make sure that we never talk about mattresses. Right. Because listen to this. Fuckity fuck, 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 fuck. How are you sleeping at night, Jake? Oh, not too bad. All right, let's I talk about mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> try to sling a fucking mattress of your way. If you, if you click my link and buy a mattress yeah. through me, then... Uh, buy a fucking mattress, yeah, right? Yeah, a fucking mattress. Yeah. <laughs> fucking mattresses. Not People, a sleepy mattress, a fucking no, mattress. I was listening to an Orphan Black podcast, and they started talking about mattresses. Oh. I think it was Orphan Black. I think. Okay. Yeah, I have to look that up. Yeah, because like I was like, like I really getting into Orphan Black, and I was like, man, what are other people thinking about this show? I'm gonna fucking listen to an Orphan Black podcast about this shit, and then like all of a sudden it's like, yeah, Helena was crazy badass in that episode. Hey, how are you sleeping at night, man? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like <laughs> wow, seamless, seamless transaction. <laughs> That's so much better than all the cursing. Yeah. There's nothing provocative about a mattress. Uh, it's safe material. Dude, fucking Audible. Like, anybody can get a fucking Audible sponsor, right? Oh, I know. Yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, it seems we're like going to do our podcast. listeners a special favor, and you'll get a free audio book. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you and everyone else's listeners exactly. can get a special favor. Right, right. I don't even need to listen to a podcast to get a free audio book. I can just go to the fucking website. Uh, if it's up to you, we'd be slinging bobbleheads on this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. And buttons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Fucking buttons. <laughs> now a quick word from our sponsor. <laughs> so, hmm, guy176 thinks our show is just three guys cursing, and it's about nothing. And I, you know what? Honestly, I think that's the most honest review I've ever read. That's it? That's the end of the review? That's it. That's all. That's the whole review. <laughs> oh, that's what I was saying. It's like, if you hate the show, really get into it. Yeah. Really let us have it. So we have more to talk about. Yeah, but, so we have more material to make fun of you with. Yeah, exactly. But see, the thing is, it's like, I think, I think he kind of <laughs> nailed it though. It's 
three guys and we talk about <laughs> and we curse a lot we curse a lot it's very subjective yeah i feel like i feel like that same review could also be a five-star review right yeah exactly. with a different title exactly exactly <laughs> i did i did get a kick out of awful though yeah, uh, yeah that was a know, good header honestly this asshole i'm glad that we offended this asshole yeah oh. i'm glad that there are people that have like never listened to this show that are so fucking prude and they listen to this fucking shit and they're like oh my god i don't like this show this show offended me and they turn it off i'm glad that we fucking had that effect on them i hope we ruin their whole fucking day yeah the, the week that we don't offend at least one listener yeah is the week i'm handing i'm hanging out my head yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's my fucking goal i want to offend somebody at least one week. person in right episode. right <laughs> i mean most times we can get more than one but at least one <laughs> <laughs> yeah give me like a twofer man that's perfect <laughs> exactly <laughs> Oh, jeez. I love the iTunes segment. Keep the iTunes reviews coming. Yeah. Especially the bad ones. Yeah. Emails. Emails. They never stop coming in, do they? Apparently not. <laughs> Email train. Check it, check it, choo choo. I got lots to say, and I want you to read it on your fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us a review on iTunes. Check us out on Facebook. Ah, oh, stop pandering. <laughs> you know what? Don't. Do you know what? Unlike us on Facebook. <laughs> Unblock us on Twitter. Block us on Twitter. <laughs> Delete your Instagram. Right. Stop downloading the episode. Go out and buy a fucking mattress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Get a fucking life. <laughs> I played. Uh, oh yeah, I got a. Uh, we got an email bumper. Yeah, we do. I'll play that. And yeah, here's your fucking. Suck it. Mail, motherfucker. <laughs> Love this one. Leftovers of the universe. All right, we are going to be talking about San Diego Comic Con and all the news that came out of there, good or bad, later. But right now, uh, you know what? You take center stage because the show's all about fucking the army, the leftover fucking army. <laughs> you know what I mean? If the listeners could only see the way you were shaking your head, you said that. <laughs> we should buy that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was classic. No. <laughs> Show's all about you right now. Gotta be, you know, center stage leftover army. Look at me. Look at me on the diving board. Spotlight on me, guys. The diving board. Jay gets that. I'm going to get a tattoo of that. Inside Joe. Yeah. Right. It has nothing to do with you, Jay. No, I, I didn't think that. Not I, this time. Right. Yeah, there's plenty of those. Yeah. You, you don't call attention to those. Yeah, exactly. No. Not in front of you. Um, Too much You love. wait until you leave the room. <laughs> this first email comes from Hyatt Sutton. Who's, I love that name. Sounds that, like a hotel chain. It does. It yeah. sounds like a hotel chain, or it could be like a, like a Hyatt and Sutton, uh-huh. and it could be like lawyers, right? right? Yeah, you know, come join. You know, come to the law firm of Hyatt and Sutton. You yeah, know, dude doesn't got a DUI. Uh, call Hyatt and Sutton. <laughs> Injury claim. <laughs> we don't get paid unless your case is settled or won. Hyatt and Sutton. Nice. Yeah. Very marketable. Uh, you know, I'm a. Or, what was uh, uh What was uh. What was the one on fucking USA Network? Was that Bash? It was fucking. It was uh, the the Saved by the Bell kid. Ah oh, shit! Fuck. Zach and uh, and they had the fucking dude from uh, fuck. Yeah, I'm fucking cursing. It's three guys fucking cursing. It's about nothing. We're talking about nothing. Fuck you, you guy. One seventy six. Go fuck yourself. 
I got an iTunes review. I wish I could review you as a fucking person. I wish I could review you, motherfucker, as an iTunes reviewer. Because your iTunes review was not fucking descriptive enough. If you're going to fucking hate this show, give me a fucking reason as to why you hate it. Yeah. It's a show of three assholes cursing, talking about nothing. Yeah. Whatever. Seinfeld was a show about nothing, and people fucking love that thing. That's true. Yeah, it's one of those popular sitcoms of all fucking time. Right. So... Yeah, I'm trying. Hyatt, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hyatt Sutton. <laughs> and neither one of you assholes are looking on IMDb right now for Mark Paul Gossler and that fucking show he was doing. Oh. <laughs> with- <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. It should be. You should be. <laughs> Let's look it up. You know, I'm going to pause until one of you. I one- thought we were still talking about nothing. I didn't want to jump ahead. Hold on. <laughs> pause. Hold on. A- all right, so what uh, what was the title of that show? Bangers and Mash. Oh, yeah, Franklin and Franklin and Bash. <laughs> Franklin and Bash. You know, I guarantee you, like, there's like one listener in his car. Yeah, and he's like, Franklin and Bash. I know the answer to this. Franklin and Bash. Why did they ever take that off the air? It was my favorite show. <laughs> yeah, I had the one guy from Road Trip in it. Oh yeah. That guy. <laughs> that whatever guy. Whatever his name is. Should I be looking that up? <laughs> <laughs> Another break. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. Hi, you sent us an email. Uh, I'm going to send your hotel chain uh, an email as well about my experience at the old Hyatt Sutton. <laughs> I'm going to send the towels back I stole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They use Pert Plus, and I like that. Oh, yeah. Because, you know what I mean? You get your conditioner and shampoo all in all one in thing. All in one. All in one. And you know what? It makes excellent lube for when I masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like masturbating in a Hyatt Sutton. And then your junk smells. <laughs> And then your junk smells good afterwards. Too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Hyatt. Oh my God. Uh, we have just soiled his name. Like, I love it. It's very comforting. I it is it. very comforting. More emails from the yeah, Hyatt. Fuck the comfort in. There's nothing more comforting than Hyatt Sutton. Yeah. If we take a road trip, we got to stay at Hyatt Sutton. <laughs> All right. He says, Hey, leftovers and whoever. <laughs> that's basically what the show's come down to. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, like I said last week, I'm the only constant. Like nobody knows who the fuck's going to be here from week to week. <laughs> it's true. It yeah. is. I mean, it's like, fuck. He says, I was wondering what new DC Marvel titles you guys are really excited about. I'm digging Martian Manhunter and Son of Batman so far. I saw Marvel's list of new books and the only one I was really interested in was Guardians of the Galaxy because Venom's on the new roster. I love listening to you guys bash Genesis last week. It wasn't a great movie, but the future battle scene and the bridge scene were badass, right? Also, who would you rather send back in time to bang your mom? <laughs> this is this is what I fucking love. Like, this is a fucking listener. That's a good question. Not, not hmm, guy 176. show about nothing. Uh-huh. And um, they, they curse a lot. Yeah, mom no. banging is hardly nothing. We got this guy who's named after a fucking hotel chain that I like to masturbate in asking me, who would you rather send back in time to bang your mom to father yourself, Michael Bean or Jai Courtney? Great show, guys. Keep it up. P.S. There's only one Kyle Reese. Fuck Jai Courtney. So we know his answer. Yeah. <laughs> now, his first question, like, what are the like new new Marvel titles, new DC titles that are coming out? Are you keeping up with some of these? I, I'm six months behind perpetually with the Marvel. That's mm. my problem. Like, I'll read all of them. 
but mm. I won't read them until six months after they come what out. What about, like, so you haven't been keeping up with, like, the new announcements or the new titles that are coming I've, out? I've been peeking at it a little bit. Yeah. I'm trying to think off the top of my head what I've seen that, that's mixed. Nothing really is, like, knock my socks off. Uh, what's the one? There's there's one uh, There's one that I cannot wait for. It just sounds so hilarious. And I think it's, like, it's it's called Hank Johnson or Henry Johnson. Okay. Uh, Hank Johnson, agent of Hydra. <laughs> and it sounds hilarious. The premise is hilarious. I don't have the synopsis it's here. It's like a regular Joe in Hydra yes. kind of thing. <laughs> yes. It's like That's his great. day and stuff like that in Hydra. And that sounds hilarious. I've added it to my pull list. Um, it's also, like the Hydra Bob comic. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm also, of course, I'm going to stick with the Jeff Lemire Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, I've got that on my list right now. Um, hardly I'm go- a reboot. Yeah, hardly a reboot. <laughs> Three issues in, they're going to reboot it. Um, and then, of course, Jason Aaron, I'm going to stick with his Thor story. Okay. Um, is that getting renumbered too? Yeah. Uh, I think it is. I think it is. I'm trying to think of any other uh, titles that I'm really interested in that I have to add. I might add, and I, I always do this, like, I added uh, like what was it the indestructible Hulk uh-huh. with Mark Wade? Yeah, I like read the first five issues and I was like, man, even even Mark Wade can't write a great Hulk story. Yeah, like it hasn't been done since like in my opinion since like Peter David or like World War Hulk and all that. I agree. So I'm still going to pick up the no, the new Hulk title, which is like it's titled something like the Awesome Hulk or something like it's that. It's a team. new Hulk, right? It's a new Hulk. And I'm thinking it's Amadeus Cho. Okay. Oh, there's been lots of rumors about that, yeah. So um, I'm definitely going to pick that up. But um, just to give it a shot, uh, I'm also going to pick up the all-new, all-different Avengers. Why? Because, yes, I love Mark Wade. I'm going to give him a shot and see how he does a team buck with Marvel. Is Greg Pak on that Hulk book? That'd be a clear indicator that it probably is Amadeus yeah, Cho. Yeah, it is Greg Pak. Oh, it's, it Cho. Is, it's Cho. It's Cho. <laughs> it's Cho. Um, I'm also going to, of course, be getting the new Daredevil, which I think is Charles Soule. Oh, Wade's leaving? Wade's leaving the book. Uh, Wade's doing the Avengers titles. I don't like Charles Soule. Charles Soule, I'm not a big fan. Um, he is, though. What's interesting, though, is like the last book that he wrote was She-Hulk. Okay. And a lot of people liked it. Um, Charles Soule also was a lawyer at one time. Oh, that's interesting. He practiced law. And so he did She-Hulk, and now he's going to be doing Daredevil. So Daredevil, of course, Matt Murdock being a lawyer. So it's interesting. I'll give it a chance. But like you said, I'm not 100% sold on Charles Soule. Yeah, I kind of poo-pooed that She-Hulk book when it came out just because I saw the premise. And I was like, man, Slot did the lawyer Mm -hmm. thing so good. I don't even like Charles Soule, so I'm out. Uh, I may be checking out The Ultimates. Uh, I might be checking out A-Force. Um so A Force, I know it's a horrible <laughs> name. What is A Force? Uh, it's uh, A Force is the it's it's the culmination of all these new the uh, empowered female Marvel oh, Marvel characters. Okay, so okay. I think it's like She Hulk and like female Thor. Okay, so um, yeah, and Captain Marvel, Ms. Right. Marvel, and so I'll be checking that out. I don't know if Spider Gwen's on the team. I mm. need to look more into it. Um, I'm not reading a lot of Marvel or DC at the moment. Um, I'm reading a lot more image, a yeah. lot more dark horse. Dude, um, what's that? Uh, you posted something, uh, uh, colder. What is that horror book? Colder. Is that what it is? Colder. I have the first, uh, the colder is amazing. That it's, cover was grotesque as fuck, man. No, no, no. Wait until you fucking see the original cover for the first issue. It was disturbing, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that cover is 
disturbing, but like the first issue, holy shit. I, that was so nightmarish, man. I was totally impressed by it's that. It's a great book. It's okay. a great horror book. It's called Colder. The, that's the second story arc. So okay. each story arc has six issues. Okay. The first uh, story arc was – the first six issues were great, man. They were great. There was the main character – I'm trying to remember. It's been a long time since I read it. It's like two, three years old. But um, the main character in it had been around since like the 1940s. Mm-hmm. And um, – he had just basically been like he looks like he's blue and is and he's like he's alive but he's cold to the touch hmm. and the colder he gets the more he's dying and so um there's another character that we find out that is the reason that he is cold and that they he has to stop this character and at first I don't know you'd have to read colder and then the, I just got the the second trade which is the second story arc and then there's going to be a third arc Image coming book? out it's a dark horse oh dark horse book Whew, nice. colder is great yeah that was an intense cover fucking great <laughs> I'm glad that dark horse has dark horse hasn't folded since losing the Star Wars license. I know that was a big blow to them. They, they lost the Star Wars license. I really think that they kind of... Um, they, they've done some things. They uh, teamed up with Archie Comics, and oh. they're doing the uh, Predator you know, versus Archie thing. And they, um, they, they started this whole superhero initiative, which I was picking up like Captain, you know, Captain Midnight... Mm-hmm. Okay. I dropped off of it though. I, they, they tried making more superhero comic books, and I just wasn't really getting into those. I think that Dark Horse really needs to stick with like the horror books. I think that's what they're really good at. Yeah, I, I do think horror when I think Dark Horse. Like I think I think the properties and the horror stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, his second question, which was fucking brilliant, um, was uh, who would you rather send back in time to bang your mom to father yourself? Michael Bean or Jai Courtney? I mean, this is a question I've asked myself multiple times. Like, who would I? I mean, I also, I honestly just ask myself, like, who do I want to? Who do I want to bang my mom? I ask that question daily. Right. Like, who would I want to bang my mom? <laughs> yeah, let's go outside of the choices he gave. Yeah, us. exactly. I mean, whatever guy down the street. I mean, what whoever whoever you want to bang your mom. No, I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> like Michael Bean or Jay Co- Jai Courtney. I would, of course, Michael Bean. Yeah, yeah, that's a. Good I want one. Bruce Campbell to go back in time and be my father. If I could pick anybody. Really? Yeah, I want Bruce Campbell can bang my mom. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Like the, the You're welcome, mom. <laughs> the moment where you're conceived, like he actually says, Hail to the King, baby. Oh yeah, exactly. Amazing. That's like Jake that's like Jake fucking Elliot's origin story. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, like I when we that. look back on your fucking origin story, like that's your origin. Like if you were a comic book, like the panel where like Ash says Hill to the King Baby. Yes. That's like Bruce Campbell banging your mom. <laughs> exactly. That's your fucking origin. Like, oh yeah, whatever. Uh, this guy got bit by a fucking radioactive spider. Whatever. Bruce Campbell fucking penetrated my mother. Man. <laughs> yeah, of course I'm a And then gave her a one-liner, slapped her on the ass and left, and here I am. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing, That could Jay. be happier. Yeah, that's, that's my pick. <laughs> that's an amazing origin story. <laughs> Jay, what do you got for who like? Honestly, like, if you're going to do your mom a favor, if you love your mom, you want her to get banged by Jay, uh, Jai Courtney. You know what I mean? Like, he looks like one of those Magic Mike motherfuckers. Yeah. I can, like, see, I can see that. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, hey, Mom, uh, ha- happy Mother's Day. Here's Jai Courtney. He's going <laughs> to fuck you. But, like, you know, on the flip side, you got Michael Bean. Happy Mother's Day. Like, like the fanboy. <laughs> the fanboy. The fanboy. The fanboy wants Michael Bean. Like, you. Like, the fanboy of yeah, the Terminator yeah. series. You right. want Michael Bean to bang her. Absolutely. Yeah. But, like, Mom... 
Like if you're looking, if you're thinking about mom's Think needs, about mom, yeah. mom's needs and wants, you know, it's like, yeah, I'll take Channing Tatum light. Yeah. You know, Jay Courtney. I'll take him. I'll take yeah. him inside of me. All up inside my guts. <laughs> you don't want to be that. Yeah. You don't want to be that dickhead that buys a gift that you're really just buying for yourself. Right. Like get your mom what she wants. Not, right. Not what you want. Right. Dude, Hyatt. Hyatt. Sutton Hyatt, baby. Listen, Hyatt, Sutton. I totally understand what you're saying. Like, the fanboy in me, like, honest, like, honest answer, fanboy answer, it's gonna be Michael Bean. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love that character more. But, like, if I'm thinking about how much I love my mother, mom definitely wants a piece of that Jai Courtney ass. Yeah, my mom too. Yeah. (laughs) She wants, my mom would love to. So many moms. You know, she'd just, like, rub her fingers up and down those fucking, like, washboard abs. God. If Michael it, Bean, you know, he doesn't have washboard abs. No. I, no, I don't want fucking like Michael Sears showing up to fuck my mom. <laughs> you know, some fucking limp noodle and Michael shit. Sears. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying Michael Bean is the fucking extreme Michael Sierra. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying, you know, if I'm going to give my mom a Mother's Day gift, it's going to be John Courtney. That's a real gift from the heart. It is. You're it a good is. son. <laughs> yeah, I am. Here you go, mom. Thanks for pushing me out of your vagina. Here's Jay Courtney. He's gonna fuck you. He's gonna push shit into your right. vagina. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. This is a great email. It's a great email. <laughs> what a question. Is he thinking about I know, is he I like taking it. a shower? Like, oh, I just got the perfect question. Right. Yeah. He was masturbating in a Hyatt Sutton. He's yeah. like, well, this is- okay, whatever. <laughs> That is a great question, though. I loved it. That was a great email. <laughs> I love Michael Bean. He's my favorite. He is the definitive fucking Kyle Reese. Badass, yes. But happy Mother's Day. You're getting Jai Courtney there tonight, you go, Mom. Mom. <laughs> there love you go, Mom. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. Yeah. She, she won't even have seen the new Terminator movie. Right. It won't matter to her. Right. <laughs> Plus, you don't want to be born with that feathered back '70s hair of Michael Bean. You know, yeah. you'll get you'll get a kind of a better do with yeah. Jack Courtney and yeah. better genetics. <laughs> next, uh, genetics. next, next, <laughs> next email comes from Bree Jordan, True Breezy, Bree, Bree, one of the one of the contributors to your TV. That's awesome. Yeah, dear leftovers. Dot dot dot. And Dave. Dot dot dot. And Dave. Maybe. Maybe Jay. Hey, buddy. And probably not Frank. <laughs> Does it really say that? It says, it says everything I just read. He's a psychic. <laughs> Frank was actually talking about coming back this episode. True story. I got a uh, text from him while we were recording. A um, lot of bad things going on for him right now. And uh, if you are inclined to pray, if you're one of these people that feel that you have – that you that, that, that uh, just pray for Frank. He's asking for prayer. So pray for Frank. He's got a lot going on in his life right now. And, uh, you know, we wish, we wish you well, Frank, and I'll keep in touch with you and find out what's going on. Yeah. Best of luck with everything, Frank. She says, I haven't emailed in a while because I usually can't wait to write it all down and immediately tweet my thoughts, but I thought I'd shoot you one today. Hmm. First up, Mr. Robot is awesome. Goddamn right. Just finished episode one, about to watch two. Thanks for the suggestion. And I, you know, that's the thing. It's like, these, this is one of those shows that like, if it was good, I want fucking people to be aware of this shit because it's on fucking USA Network. Yeah. I mean, the same network Franklin and Bash was on. So who's, <laughs> who's thinking to look there? And side boobs. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget the side boobs. So yeah, it's, uh, it's on that Franklin and Bash bullshit network. <laughs> Pacific Blue's on there too. Uh, I mean, yeah, it did blue. Come- <laughs> 
<laughs> it did blow. Uh, so she says, thanks for the suggestion. Second, I have some comic book thoughts. Just wondering if you guys were up to issue or reading at all the couple books that have grabbed my attention, all by Image Comics. Descender by Jeff Lemire, issue four just came out. I love the emotion and story of this one. I have it collected. I haven't read it all yet. I read the first issue, really enjoyed it. Um, and I just actually, uh, here's a plug for another podcast. Comic Slobs were just on their last episode. We're talking about Descender number five. And I was like listening to what they said, kind of a little bit of spoilers for me since I only like read issue one. But you know what it did? You know what it did? Got you excited to it read got me did. excited to read that motherfucker. Exactly. I'm more excited than my mom is to fuck Jai Courtney. <laughs> Sometimes you need that jump start. You like do. someone to tell you what happened. Exactly. And you're like, oh shit. Why Sometimes I- mom needs Jai Courtney to fucking like, you know, you know, just get in there and just rejuvenate her inside parts, right? <laughs> that way dad can come in there like a champ. You know what I mean? To finish her off. You know what I mean? Every, every once in a while mom needs a little Jai Courtney inside her. <laughs> that happened. I said it. Fuck off. <laughs> but anyway, it's a th- it's a it's a show about three guys talking about nothing, right? And all we do is curse. That's it. Just three fucking guys talking about nothing and cursing. Yep. Yeah, Go fuck it. yourself. Jai <laughs> Courtney inside your mom is hardly nothing. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a great gift, man. Yeah. That's so fucking thoughtful. Yeah. I'd have been like, mom. Either one would have been fine. Right. <laughs> right. I almost subscribed you to one of these fucking boxes, mom. But instead, Jai Courtney, he's subscribing to your fucking box tonight. Oh, <laughs> shit. <Boom>. Yeah. <laughs> just said it. That just fucking happened. All right. Gonna go back in time. No. <laughs> Breezy, I am de- I'm, I'm excited to read. True, Breezy. I am, uh, I am excited to read Descender after listening to the comic slobs. Like, they, they made issue five seem like it just totally changed the series. And like everything you thought you knew about the series, you don't know nothing. So I cannot wait to read this book. Mm. She says, I love the emotion and story of this one. Uh, Alex and Ada just ended and it broke my heart and then put it back together. I've read issue 14. I have not read issue 15. Issue 15, uh, just came out. It's the final issue of Alex and Ada. Mm. And, uh, I remember the issue 14 and how it ended. And I was just like, holy shit, what the fuck? And then I saw the cover to issue 15, and that worries me, but I gotta finish this book. I've loved it. Jonathan Luna has been killing it. I, I absolutely love Alex and Ada. If you like robots, and if you like fucking like, uh, what did we review last week? Humans? Yeah. If you like that kind of shit. If you liked Ex Machina, read Alex and Ada. Fucking awesome. Uh, Lazarus, issue 17, brought Forever Carlisle back and ended on a high note. I'm still collecting Lazarus. I love that fucking book, Greg Rucka, killing it on that book. Wayward has beautiful art and like a couple of these strong women for Dave. <laughs> and a crazy interesting mysterious plot that reminds me of anime. I'm not reading Wayward. Off topic, but there are some really good anime other than Attack on Titan out there. Let's hear it. I heard that referenced in some older episode. There's then there's Kane in the Last Padawan. Hey, True Breezy, she didn't give us any of those other good anime shows in this episode. And this email, excuse me. So maybe she can follow up with some of those or like tweet them to us. Yeah, I'd love to know what what's good to watch. I've got Netflix and Hulu, and I'm always looking for good anime. Yeah. See, the thing is with me, like uh, Attack on Titan, I looked it up on Netflix. Yeah. And I've got it in my things to watch. And it's like, 
I need to start just watching it. I need to just start fucking watching it. Like, I, I went into this fucking, like, I got, like, trapped in this true detective rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. You know? I don't blame you. I'm yeah. there, too. I've actually got a, a new anime that I started watching that I've got on deck for mm-hmm. next week's Good Pop, Bad Pop that I'm going to talk about. So. A new anime? Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, because we're not doing Good Pop, Bad Pop this week. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Then there's Kanan, The Last Padawan. That's great. I've read the first two issues of that book. Phenomenal. Mm. At the end of issue one, they order – what was it? Order 66? Yes, yeah. yes. At the end of that issue, they order uh, order 66 and that's when shit really hits the fan. It's fucking – it's so good. Let me know when they get to order 69. Oh. oh. <laughs> Execute order 69. That's what they said, Jai. That's the issue where Jai Courtney fucks my mom. <laughs> 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 Execute order 69, Jai. <laughs> I've been waiting for this my whole life. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Back to the future music. Um, other than that, why do people... No, seriously. Why, hold on. Why do people listen to this fucking show? I don't why know. the fuck? Seriously. I don't know. I don't know. They listen. They, they, they listen. And they bought me a and TV. And they bought you a TV. <laughs> they listen and they buy you a fucking TV. What the hell? What the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> yeah, you people. I'm going to thank you, but I'm also going to recommend you to a psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> these are the people that, that, that I think these are the people that don't want to listen to mattress ads. Yes. There's a there's a there's a populace out there that doesn't want to listen to mattress ads and it's our listeners and they buy TVs for you. They don't want to subscribe to Audible. Yeah. And they <laughs> and they may or may not want Jack Courtney to fuck their mothers. Yeah. That's our that's our audience, and we love you for it. Yeah, who wouldn't want him to fuck their mom? Some asshole yeah, that doesn't care about his mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jake Elliott's mom, she got Jai Courtney up inside her last Mother's Day. What did I get? Chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> Jake loves his mother, <laughs> and he shows it. <laughs> And Jai Courtney, he's a grower, not a shower. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's a thing I said. I haven't even got through this fucking email yet. Yeah. Sorry, Bree. <laughs> we're talking about Jai Courtney fucking our mothers. Yeah, we're distracted. We're we're we're, 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 we're like wondering why the fuck you're listening to this. Yeah. Possibilities are endless. Jake, you're back. I'm back. Holy shit, dude. How, when's the last episode you were on, man? Oh, shit. I think I missed five, maybe six. Am yeah. I wrong about that? I think about six episodes. I was scared. I thought it was going to be real rusty, but it, it feels pretty similar to I was scared, to too. Me. I was thinking to myself, fuck, I'm going to be on here for the next five, six episodes with fucking Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I apologize for that. For leaving you stranded fucking, like that. No, Jay fucking bailed me out. He's like, I'm, he, Jay, like, he like, I guess he listened to an episode and he was like, shit, dude, you're struggling. Oh. <laughs> when you texted okay. me that Jay was coming back, in my head I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> it still didn't help there's, you. There'll still be a show for me yeah. to come back to. It thank still God. didn't help you to listen to any of the episodes, no, but on no. the flip side. But on the, <laughs> but on the flip side. But on the flip side, you were excited. I, was, I love that he brings that up all the time. Well, of course, Jake will never listen to this fucking episode. Oh, but, oh I do. I do. <laughs> during the episodes, during the episodes when I talk shit about you, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, Jake will never hear this. I'm not, I'm not offended. I never even heard it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it never happened as far as I'm concerned. 
<laughs> That's like it's like Star Wars novels, basically the episodes that I'm not on. <laughs> I'm starting to under hmm, guy one seventy six. You are right. This is a show just three guys cursing and talking about nothing. You're yeah. right. We concede. Right. You, win. <laughs> you win. You're the big fucking winner of the podcast. Yeah. All right, so we're sh- we're closing down shop. We'll send you some fucking buttons. No, or something. no, we're closing. <laughs> no, those are my buttons. Oh, Jake still oh, likes yeah. those. Jake's like fucking, you're you're fucking Gollum with your fucking buttons, my precious. Yes, my precious. <laughs> I love the buttons. They hurts us. It's, I go I go to tons of concerts, and when the artist isn't selling buttons, I get pissed. Like I don't like that artist as much anymore. Oh, okay, what are your thoughts about uh, comedian slash actor, the late great Red Buttons? I like him. You Tupperware the last name. You don't know anything about his work. <laughs> you Tupperware the last name. Yeah, for sure. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like Pinhead. He's like my favorite horror every character. Li- every, <laughs> every listener that's like under fucking 50 has no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> and that's like the most dated reference you've yeah, ever no. made. Probably. Red buttons. Red buttons. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Him and Red Skeleton are going to go on a comedy tour. <laughs> and all our grandpas are going to Get go. the red out. <laughs> our next podcast is going to be about Carol Channing. <laughs> We're going to do an all Howdy Doody special. <laughs> That show was so good. <laughs> One of these days, we're going to finish your fucking email. Um, <laughs> okay, other than all the ads, I am loving where this is going. She's talking about uh, Kane and the last Padawan there. A new character was introduced, and I'm digging the relationship they have. Lastly, Saga, the most current issue, 29. Whew, it was amazing. The previous few are, were good, but this issue was just reminded me why you started reading Saga in the first place. It's always good and often great. This was a great issue. Okay, that was way longer than it was meant to be. Thanks for reading, Breezy. Honestly, I think our fucking, like, when we went off on our little tirade, our little tangent, that was longer than your email. (laughs) I apologize. But we did get through your email. I only read Saga for all the gratuitous TNA. So get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're being too provocative. I quit. I'm, I cannot listen to this shit. You know what? I can talk about Jai Courtney fucking my mom till the cows come home. Right. But when you're talking about when you talk about gratuitous TNA in a fucking comic book, I'm out. I'm checked the fuck out. Sexist. What? <laughs> he wrote it, not me. <laughs> Fiona Staples drew it, not me. <laughs> Try to do something good for your mom and look at this guy. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I hate my mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, we got uh, we got more emails coming at you because they never stop. <laughs> Tons of them. Tons of emails. We have, a hard, we have a hard time getting through them too, without, <laughs> without twenty asides, right? right. <laughs> plowing through these like Jai Courtney plowing through your mother. <laughs> Next email comes from Anthony Hook. Jai Courtney's got his hooks in your mother right now. <laughs> <laughs> At least if you're a good son, he does. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You mom. bad sons. Michael Beans in there, and she's <laughs> like, "Fuck, <laughs> give me Michael Cera." Who's this has been? <laughs> Scrawny motherfucker. (laughs) Anyway, hey leftovers. This is Anthony Hook. Hey leftovers, and possibly Dave. You guys are wrong every week. Dave's not even here right now. They really are wrong every week. They They said possibly Dave. And possibly Dave. That's true. That's true. All right. See, the thing is, like, yeah, many may be wrong, but it's like we haven't done anything to help them. Right. You know what I mean? That's true. 
You haven't. No. Hey, I'm gone for 50 fucking episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They're I'm, a little disoriented. I'm, I'm that guy. <laughs> hey, remember me? 50 episodes ago? Some people were probably like, why'd they make yeah. this guy a leftover yeah, after exactly. one episode? <laughs> 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 they don't know you're one of the fucking founders and that's shit. That's true. That's true. We got to give them some credit, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Being a little disoriented. <laughs> only the ones, we only give the ones credit the legit fucking Courtney fuck their mothers. <laughs> the rest of you. Which should be all of you. Yeah, exactly. Jai <laughs> Courtney's going to be tired. <laughs> uh, hey, Leftovers and Possibly Dave. Avengers Age of Ultron hit theaters here in Japan this week, and I Tupperware it. Hmm. He just saw it. <laughs> let it let it sink in. Yeah. It's the it's the Tupperware window. Yeah, you just saw it. Yeah, <laughs> I finally listened to your Ultron episode, and it got me thinking about the current state of geek culture. The internet, our our podcast got people thinking. Oh wow, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, <laughs> the Thinking Man's podcast yeah. <laughs> or woman, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that was an empowered statement. Who's still asleep right now? Yeah. That was an empowered statement. Uh, the internet and the increased prevalence of media geared toward us geeks has created an interesting paradigm. Disclaimer I respect your opinions and understand subjectivity. The first part is that a fair amount of contrarian reviews, opinions, and articles exist only to serve as clickbait. Essentially, trolling for the sake of revenue. The next thing is that standards have become high and media, movies slash TV, that might have blown our minds twenty to th- uh, 10 to 20 years ago, have become trite. We have higher expectations. Mm-hmm. Together, those elements make an environment that is hard to find a meaningful take on said movies and TV. Bringing this back to your podcast, I have listened for over a year now. And understand the personalities involved enough to process the opinions in a way that has utility. Basically, I can tell when Brian's bullshit bias or Dave's political correctness is affecting the opinion. (laughs) Listen to this guy. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I think this guy chose Michael Bean. Dave's really only been on like the last like seven or eight episodes, right? Yeah. It doesn't take a year of listening to figure out figure that out. I have bullshit bias. No, no, come on, be honest with me. Don't fucking tiptoe around my shit. What are you biased about? Don't tiptoe around my shit. You're fucking not let bullshit bias. Just last week, you tossed a Terminator movie, and if you're going to be biased about fucking anything, yeah. I would think it would be Terminator. Movies. Uh, yeah, I mean that that was one big thing for me. I was like, I was yeah. sure, like I was like, I don't know what Brian's going to think you're, about this yeah. after I saw it. You, I had no idea. You might have thought your taste it was getting ready to fucking be like, what the fuck? It's Terminator, you know? Yeah. So I, I went last. Last. I don't know week. what. What would you be biased on? Maybe I. Maybe I am wrong. Maybe you are a bias asshole. Well, Anthony seems to know. Yeah, what's the bias? This guy seems to know. What are you biased about? I don't get it. You know, like maybe Anthony can tell me. I think my reviews are more biased than uh, yours. You think? Yeah. I think you so, think? too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Marvel made... If Marvel made... If Sam Raimi directed a Nintendo slash Marvel movie about Funko Pops, 
it would blow your fucking mind. I don't. I'm think, getting wide eyed just listening to you talk about I know, this. I know. Do you need a moment? <laughs> Jake's like, and you have my attention. <laughs> so, oh man, yeah, that'd, right. that'd be, that's my ultimate. I, I honestly have to say, like your your reviews, Brian, are the ones that surprise me the most. I really. feel like you're the least biased reviewer of anyone that's ever been on this show. Right. I think I'm pretty mm. predictable sometimes. I think Jake's predictable. I'm not sometimes. afraid to say like. To like agree with a negative comment about yeah. you either is why I'm saying this. I'm not trying to placate. No, you I I want you guys to jump down my ass on this one. I, I I would say of everyone that's ever been on this show, your mm. movie reviews are the least biased. Yeah. I think I think it would be great if you guys did jump on my ass and be like, "Yeah, Brian, you bullshit biased motherfucker," <laughs> and this is why. And I'd be like, "Whoa, fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> Open your eyes. Wow, holy shit. Blow yeah. my fucking mind. But Anthony, apparently Anthony knows something you guys don't know. Okay. I mean, he has been listening for over a year. Yeah, that's true. He's an expert. He is an expert. He's heard more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> How many episodes have you listened to? In entirety? Yeah. Uh, one? Okay. I know it's hard. I'm not knocking you for it. <laughs> but he says, yeah, he says, basically I can tell when Brian's bullshit bias or Dave's political correctness is affecting the opinion. It's a beautiful thing. Your personalities are bared each week, warts and all, which helps me know what stuff I likely will enjoy. All this while I work. Merci, me, ami. And he nice. says, that's for Dave. Because yeah. Dave likes that French and... Is that French? I think so. Yeah. yeah Merci. Dave yeah. likes that French pompous shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brian seems more angry. <laughs> listen, oh, listen to this shit. Listen to this shit. Listen to Mr. Judgey Judgerton, Judge Uh-oh. Dredd over here. Brian seems more angry and over the edge over the last few episodes. Fucking Dr. Phil over here fucking analyzing me and shit. Yeah. Brian seems a little more angry and over the edge the last few episodes. <laughs> this is more? I guarantee you. Anthony, do you got a fucking notepad in your hand? You writing shit down when you listen to these episodes? Judgey Judgerton? Judge Judy? Does he explain it all? Judge Reinhold? <laughs> is there any explanation as to where this is even coming from? No. Okay. You seem a little judgy, Anthony. Big comments. I don't know where this is coming from. Yeah, the last few emails, he seems a lot more judgy than he used to be. Brian seems more angry and and on edge hmm. over the last few episodes. On the edge of tomorrow? I don't agree. I think there were a lot of other episodes where you were more angry than what I've had lately. Yeah, I can't. I haven't hey, listened a- to the last hey, episode. Anthony, so I- Anthony, Anthony, maybe it's because I'm a creature of fucking habit and I got fucking different people on every fucking episode with me. Every other week. I don't know who's fucking showing up to this goddamn thing. Yeah. <laughs> I had Frank telling me this morning he's going to be here. Is he here? Fuck no. That's normal, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, maybe, maybe, I don't know who's coming. I don't know who's showing up day to day. Right. This show is just a fucking roller coaster. I don't know who the fuck's going to be here. Yeah. I mean, Jake's here this week. Who knows what the fuck's going to happen next week? Yeah, exactly. I may have to leave to go get exclusive bobbleheads. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not be able to be here. <laughs> Like, sorry, guys. Jai Courtney's visiting the Elliott household. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. We don't know from week to week. Well, I would definitely not stay home if that was going on. I, oh, I wouldn't want to hear any of that. I thought you might periscope it. <laughs> periscope everything Don't mind else. me, Mom. You're doing good. <laughs> Jake, Jake's, you're, you're getting Jake. lots of hearts for this. <laughs> Jake's doing one of his unboxing videos as his mom's getting railed by Jai Courtney. I, I, I Tupperware it. <laughs> It went on a little long. Here's a bu- here's a yeah. button of my mom getting railed by Jai Courtney. 
<laughs> Jay Courtney's got his own collector core. <laughs> Collecting mothers left and right. All right. Yeah, I guess, am I, am I a little more angry and on the edge? I disagree. That's a question Jay would have to answer. I, I didn't listen to the last I couple I totally episodes. disagree. I have no idea where that's coming from. <laughs> no, he's right. Fuck everybody. <laughs> I mean, I, to be fair, before we started recording, you, you had even told me you had been a little bit more on edge the last few episodes. So yeah. I, I guess on this point, he's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see it. Uh, maybe it's the quitting smoking rage. But I will again say you should come to Japan. It's possibly it's possible we could find you some sort of robot orifice you could penetrate in Tokyo's Akihabara district. So he wants me to go to Tokyo and, and fuck uh, some robot vagina. Nice. Nice. Thank you, Anthony. You're you gonna take thoughtful. him up on that. Take him up on that offer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Technology these days. I mean, right. come on. <laughs> Even better than the real thing. Oh no! My good pop, bad pop. Next segment will be like, yeah, I fucked an eye pussy, <laughs> <laughs> and I can listen to all my favorite tunes. <laughs> anyway, a few final thoughts. This season of Game of Thrones is a strong taste. It. Tupperware, Mr. Robot's two episodes, found out about it from you. Thank you. I'm glad that we spread the word on this show because it is a surprise show from USA. I know Franklin Bash. I mean, after that ended, people were like, wow, why am I going to watch USA? (laughs) And now that we've got, you know, Mr. Robot, finally people are watching the show, this uh, network again. (laughs) It blew my mind too, though. Yeah, for sure. Comic book Tupperware's Afterlife with Archie. Birthright and Black Science, all dude, I agree wholeheartedly. Francesco Francavilla killing it on Afterlife with Archie. Birthright is continually one of my favorite fucking comic books, and Black Science Rick Remender is fantastic. Thank you, Anthony, for the email. Thank you for uh yeah, judging me. Yeah. And my <laughs> bullshit <laughs> bias. Said, yeah. <laughs> I've been a little on edge and been a little bit more angry these last few episodes. <laughs> and thank you for pointing that out for, for me and all of our audience. <laughs> so thank you for that. Yeah. Judgy Judgerton. <laughs> Judgerino. And your 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 sphere of perfection judging everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> After a year of listening. A year of listening. Anthony, we love you. I get. I don't. Yeah, know. whatever, dude. <laughs> now you're being biased. Yeah, you don't love the guy. <laughs> Anthony's cool. I mean, he sent us some cool shit. Like he's the, he's our listener from Japan and shit. Okay. He wants me to fuck a robot. That's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> robot fish. Dude, Anthony, what the fuck is your problem with me being a little angrier? Yeah. You got a problem with that? You just or are you just calling me out on it? Right. I still don't understand it. I still don't understand. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna call you. You're being a little angrier lately. <laughs> and you're fucking pointing, Anthony. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Huh? Are you my fucking therapist and shit? <laughs> but then you seem a little bit more on edge lately. You know what, Anthony? You're not my fucking therapist. <laughs> Just keep your fucking thoughts to yourself. <laughs> not my mom either. I, maybe I'm on edge because I got fucking people judging me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need to get fucked by Jai Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that'll loosen me up a little the bit. The soothing fucking of Jai Courtney. <laughs> we know what to get Brian next Christmas. I, <laughs> I need that sweet release of Jai Courtney. <laughs> next email comes from Michael J. Borelli. Hopefully he won't be judging me in this fucking email. Yeah, we'll see. Dear Brian, why are you so angry? Oh, I ain't on edge. Uh, yeah. ah. 
fucker. I am new to your podcast, downloading past ones now. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> me and you think so alike sometimes. <laughs> but you guys are making me insane with your viewpoints of many parts of this movie. Oh, I remember this email. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. What movie? This, what uh, movie? Age of Ultron. Oh. Age of Ultron. This guy. Oh, my God. This guy. Hulk Black Widow romance. Like he's got these, like he's got them, he's got them. Like, bullet points. Like, bullet points, exactly. He's got <laughs> bullet points and he's, he's backing it up. He's backing it up. Here we go. Here we go. Fucking Joss Whedon listened to our podcast and he changed his name to Michael J. Borelli and he sent us a fucking email. So here we go. <laughs> that dick. This movie opens up, and this is Hulk Black Widow Romance. This movie opens up with the Avengers having been working as a team for a good while. They battle together well and work as a team that knows each other better than we saw in their interactions in the first Avengers. A major part of making that work would be trying to have as much control over the Hulk and his transformations as possible. Rather than wait for the Hulk to calm himself down every fight, they created a Pavlovian response, having the Black Widow, beauty calms the savage beast, use a code line and gesture to help activate his transformation back in the banner. This obviously would take time and practice and would mean black, uh, mean blah, and would mean banner and Black Widow spending a lot of time together. A possible romance building off that is not a stretch at all. That is a good point. That is a good point. I mean, I honestly, after I think after one Jai Courtney session with my mom, it might not end there. Right. It, there might be multiple sessions. And <laughs> the dad, sun is going yeah, down. Dad might get <laughs> the sun's coming down. Right. You know, you know, dad's getting pushed out. He's, <laughs> dad's getting pushed out. He's getting left out of the mix. Right. Next thing you know, Jai Courtney, I'm calling him fucking dad. There's shit. some friction there, exactly. but John Jai takes care of it. He takes yeah. care of all the friction. No, dude. No, hey, hold on, Michael J. Borelli, dude. I get what you're saying, Chief. I get what you're saying, Chief. L- hold on. Let's go on. Let's go on. He says Iron Man giving up at. The end of Iron Man 3. This is one of those things that I said during the show. Yeah, what the hell? This is another bullet point. I said, like, at the end of Iron Man 3, like, he blows up fucking all the suits. Yeah. And he says, I am Iron Man. Well, this is... Hold on. Michael J. Borelli, he's got it figured out. And this is what he wants to let us know. (laughs) He read the comic book prequel. He knows what's up. This did not happen. Tony told Jarvis to run the clean slate protocol. Clean slate means throwing away everything to start over fresh. He destroyed all the suits he made while heavily suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder so he could start clean. The last words in the movie are, I am Iron Man. The man makes suits, not the suits make the man. Hmm. Okay. That seems kind of far-fetched. I don't think that was, yeah, I don't think I took that away from it at all. (laughs) And I thought by the end of Iron Man 3, the whole point was that he'd kind of, like, gotten better with his PSDD or, you know... I, yeah, it's a weird acronym. PTSD. There we go. Thank you. I thought fuck that, that acronym, right? I toss that acronym. Yeah, I, do. <laughs> I do too. It gets me all nervous. A lot of negative connotations <laughs> go along with PTSD. Yeah. yeah. I thought by the end of the movie, the whole like he. Honestly, I think off. if like more people fucked Jai Courtney, they wouldn't suffer from PTSD. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't even exist. It, it wouldn't, wouldn't even have exist. the acronym. It wouldn't exist. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I hear bombs and fucking fireworks and shit. I'm not freaking out anymore. I got fucking Jai Courtney over my shoulder. I get his hot breath on my back. <laughs> Whispering sweet nothings in your ear. Exactly. Thank you, Jai. <laughs> See, I, I took away from it that it was another instance of my, my weaponry is being used against mm-hmm. me or used against the world. We need to destroy it all. That's what I took from it. I didn't, you know, at all think that, you know, he... Yeah was going to rebuild it or whatever. I, Apparently it was like spring cleaning. I'm going to destroy all these suits so I have room for all kinds of new suits. Yeah. I don't yeah. yeah. Cuz that's exactly what he did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, basically I like I was going to talk about this after I read all of his different bullet points and shit, which I'm still going to read, but it's like honestly like if you have to think this much about it, that doesn't make for a fun movie either. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It like honestly, like if you have to have somebody like hold a panel after your movie to explain why everything makes sense, that's not fun. Right. Yeah. Like, not everyone's gonna watch that panel. I understood Avengers, like the first film. Yeah. I understood it. Like I understood it. Like this is the culmination of like all the individual movies coming together and we even had a villain that we were familiar with, with Loki. Right. And he shined in that film, and he was phenomenal and fantastic. And and uh, I loved Avengers. But, like, in the second movie, yeah, there's a lot of questions that we asked ourselves. And I don't feel like that after the movie's over with that we have to sit down with Michael J. Borelli to f- let us figure out, like, why these things do make sense. If you're still – and and maybe you can make sense of all these things, Michael. It's a great email, and a lot of these things do make sense. But having to sit down with you and read this email in order to, for them to make sense is not fun and doesn't make a fun movie. Right. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Having somebody explain the plot holes that should be a little bit more – it should be easier. You know, do, am I making any sense? Yeah, no, you're all? making complete sense. Okay. I, I really like your comparison of how the first Avengers movie felt like a culmination yeah. of the other movies. Yeah. Whereas if you take if you take the pile of Phase Two movies and then think of them as the lead up to Avengers: Age of Ultron, it, right. it, Like it's really loose. Like, it is very, very much so. Uh, and they try to force like a little bit of that with like the the Thor stuff that was the which was the worst part of the film. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even like Guardians of the Galaxy, like with their little Thanos nod. Yes. And then, you know, oh, there's a little bit more Thanos nod in Age of Ultron. Right. Like, right. It all, it, the whole thing just didn't seem as cohesive as it did with the first few movies leading into Avengers 1. Exactly. Uh, which kind of took away from like all the goodness that was, that you saw in Avengers Age of Ultron with like the vision. Yeah. Something so cool. Like I've been waiting to see the vision on film, on screen for years. And as amazing as that was, with all the what I felt were plot holes, and uh, it, it took away from that moment for me. I agree. So they could have built that up in Iron Man three. I mean, they could have built up more of Jarvis, so you get a better understanding of Jarvis, right. and then say, "Oh, okay, he's turning into this now," mm-hmm. and wow, what a cool deal that yeah. is. Instead of which is exactly what they did, the opening scene of Age of Ultron with people just flying into action as a mm-hmm. team. They just kind of throw you into it and say, hey, you know, remember those other movies? Hey, they're all together now. (laughs) See, the thing is, I'm still hopeful about the Marvel Universe because, like, I'm still hopeful about the Marvel Universe. I'm not, I I don't know what I'm going to rate Ant-Man next week when I see it, but I'm still hopeful because, like, you know, Joss Whedon has stepped away from Marvel Studios and we are working with the Russo brothers who yeah. have not, I mean, I've only seen the one movie. And they've arguably made possibly your favorite movie in the Absolutely. whole Marvel Cinematic Absolutely. Universe. I mean, it's, honestly, it's a toss up between that and Avengers. Yeah. 
Yeah, I Avengers was phenomenal, but like what the Russo brothers did with Winter Soldier was just amazing. Yeah, and so it's like I, I'm I'm ready to see what they can do in like the Infinity films, mm-hmm. and then I'm ready definitely what to see what they can do with uh, Civil War. Civil War has me worried though. Yeah, yeah, me too. Civil War has me a bit worried too. Yeah. Sounds like they're throwing a, a lot of shit in there that may not necessarily need to be in there leading up to Infinity Wars. Like a lot of other sub stories that we might have to go through. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Spider Man's introduction going Thank on. Thank you. In there. That's yeah. what I'm most worried about. Because like if you don't nail that landing, if you don't yeah. nail the Spider Man introduction, it could affect the whole movie. Right. Spider Man's so important. Um Tom Holland, I mean, we don't know we don't even know what to think about the casting yet. No. I'm completely unfamiliar with the director. Like I have no feelings at Everyone all. should yeah. be unfamiliar with the director. So I'm pretty scared. What's his name? Watt? Yeah. John Watts or what was his name? I was joking with Jay before you got here that I don't even know the guy's name. Yeah, normally, normally I have these things memorized. Yeah, like you just yeah. automatically do that. You're yeah. like, yeah, okay, that's the guy, but I, I can't. <laughs> well, with Mark Webb, it was easy. It was Mark yeah. Webb. His yeah. web, like a web of Spider-Man. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and then Mark Webb, it's like I was like looking forward to that because like, oh, he did 500 Days of Summer, and I really enjoyed that movie. Me too, me too. He's great with relationships. We're going to see a really great relationship story between, you know, Gwen fucking – Peter Parker. And we saw that. Yes. But everything else was kind of like a, a train wreck. Yeah. Mm. So. Did you see – this is – not that we never get off topic. But yeah. Sorry, Michael. And Mark your, Webb know. was talking about how he was planning on like resurrecting other characters back from the dead in Amazing Spider-Man 3. His parents, right? Yeah. He was going to like bring Dennis Leary's character back from the dead and what the other f- characters. Are you serious? Back. Yeah. Like he was – in some interview I was reading with him, he was like going on and on about what some of his Amazing Spider-Man – three plans would have thank been. god that's over and i was like oh my god thank god they wow <laughs> yeah for a minute i felt sorry for the guy that they cut it short short even though i didn't like the movies very much yeah. but then i'm hearing all I, this and i was like oh my did you read this too? I, I remember reading that too and they're like oh and he mentions venom it's like god no do not yeah. waste venom one more fucking time <laughs> just like wasting the fucking hulk don't yeah. waste venom and another shitty fucking story yeah <clears throat> yeah toe for grace Ugh. oh horrible horrible <laughs> All right, here we go. Also, after the Hulk went nuts, you see Maria Hill talking on the Quinjet screen saying there is a big fallout after the Iron Man Hulk fight. This is used to explain at the end when Tony says he is going to lay low for a while. He is not quitting. He is just staying in the Avengers for now. He talks about Thor. Another bullet point is Thor in the water. This whole scene was imposed by Marvel on Joss. They threatened to nix the farm scene if he didn't add the pool scene to tease the Infinity War. So he went with it and made the pool scene with a few explanations and a much longer scene with half-naked Thor talking as a medium. Marvel cut it down to what you see now. Did that really happen? Blackmail, basically? Is that is that a tr- is that grounded in reality? I either you do this scene or we're cutting the farm scene. That's your baby, and we'll, we'll right. throw it. That seems not like. the farm scene. No, <laughs> the farm scene's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, maybe that happened, I, nah. but I don't. I I'd never heard that. To before. be honest, I didn't like the farm scene either. But <laughs> I know Marvel. I know Marvel's controlling, but that that seems a little far fetched that it went down like that, right? Yeah. <sighs> I had never heard this before. So if you don't put this crappy scene in the movie, right. we'll throw away this scene. 
I don't know. I mean, it, it, this could be all hearsay. I don't know. Confirmation. I don't know who your sources are on this. So I I don't have any. Yeah, that's, I don't, I don't buy that. One way or another. Hulkbuster. This is the next bullet point. Hulkbuster knocks out Hulk. Hulk is in crazy rage after the Scarlet Witch messes with his head. Hulkbuster and Hulk fight and Tony crashes a building down around Hulk. Hulk pops out of the rubble and it looks like the Scarlet Witch haze is wearing off and you could see the Hulk looking around at the people bloodied and horrified. He pauses for a second, almost sad, and as he starts to get angry again, he gets knocked out. This is when he gets punched in the face. Mm-hmm. It's only because he had stopped the rage and calmed down a little that he was able to be knocked out. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but total bullshit. Total bullshit. No, that I, th- I, never I, happen. I think this goes back to having to have somebody to explain it to you. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, it's different, like, than, like, say, like, Star Wars, where it's, like, there's all this stuff going on in the background that you can learn more about later. But to have it be, like, actual, like, plot hole shit going on with main characters during, like, action set pieces that need to be explained to me is... That, that, and and to me, that fight was very fucking, like, Looney Tunes, Wile E. Coyote, Roadrunner bullshit. I mean, you're talking about um, somebody that's almost stronger than Superman. I mean, I don't know. He could probably, he may be able to kick the shit out of Superman. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those age-old debates. It's like the angrier the Hulk gets. Right. You know, Superman's gotta knock him out quick. I right. mean, that's an, that's an argument. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. So he took an, he took a moment of reflection and so therefore he's knocked out. I've never seen that happen in the comics. I could be wrong, but I've read a lot of fucking Hulk comics. I've never seen that happen where he's like, oh, wait a minute. And then, oh shit, I'm getting knocked out by a fucking robot, a guy in an armor yeah, suit. Yeah. I mean, when I think of like people being able to take out the Hulk, I think of like, you know, maybe Thanos. Cosmic. Yeah, other Hulk. Type thing exactly like Red Hulk or yeah Abomination or Galactus yeah yeah I don't think of fucking uh, a suit of armor no Hulkbuster no. and again they wasted a perfect opportunity to make this Avengers versus the Hulk yeah, yeah the Hulkbusters never worked in the comic books no right. they were Hulk fodder right it would have been so much cooler for him to tear the shit out of that suit. You know, yeah. so, well, that's what they tried to do. I mean, they tried to make it a satellite that would regenerate itself, yeah. and I thought that that was a fun idea. I think where it fell apart was the fact that it that even though like the spell, the hex did wear off, I still feel like even if it did wear off, you're not going to be able to knock out the hole. No, it doesn't matter. That's where this falls apart. I don't care if the hex wears off and. Yeah, once his anger reaches a certain level, yes. the hex is doesn't even matter exactly. anymore. His own anger has pushed him exactly. over that edge. And I think that that even having to explain that in the movie is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't disagree. Knocking with that. him out number one is ridiculous. It's trying to explain that the hex wears off is ridiculous, and even having to explain the fact that the Hulk shouldn't be knocked out in this instance. Right. Is ridiculous. Knocked down is one thing. Right. But knocked out. And you're trying to set this guy up for possible future films, solo films, or other stuff. And he's supposed to be the unstoppable guy. Now, when I think of Infinity War or Infinity Gauntlet, the original series, I always think of the moments when Hulk was going at Thanos. Mm, And now you're setting him up. Well, he got the shit kicked out of him by by Iron Uh, Man. The Hulkbuster. Right. Well, on the flip side, I mean, Civil War, we've been hearing uh, rumblings about General Ross possibly becoming Red Hulk. Right. Oh, wow. Which doesn't seem... Are we looking forward to that fight now after we've seen the Hulk get knocked out by the Hulkbuster? No. 
It no. would have made more sense if you're like, okay, here's somebody who can finally hurt the guy. Right. What that fight should have done, what that fight should have done is set up civil war. Right. Yeah. That's what the fight exactly. should have done. I, I, yeah, I've said the same so thing. Like, you have said the same thing. Agreed. And yeah. I'm in 100% agreement with you. Yeah. That fight should have been the fight that set up civil war. There should have been collateral damage. There should have been lives taken during that fight. And that should have been the catalyst for civil war. Set up right here in this movie. Right. And even at the end when the Hulk's, you know, in his plane, he doesn't leave the planet he's just flying around yeah, he does it on his own free will right which it's, is kind of annoying there's too. nothing really that gets you behind that like okay it makes sense that he's doing that yeah they need they needed to have him forcibly get kicked off the fucking planet right not just oh i can relate i'm tearing shit up too much i'm gonna go ahead and get out of here and it, yeah. it also doesn't gel with the first avengers movie where he seems to be coherent as the hulk they took that away from us too yeah True. Like, he seemed to be, like, with it. Like, I'm fighting with you guys. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. I figured it out. I'm always angry. Right. You know? Which was I mean? badass. Right. And they, they took that away from us, and then they had a, they forced us to believe that we need Black Widow in there to do this, as you said, Pavlovian yeah. bullshit. It's basically a puss-out character arc, if you think about it. At the end of Avengers 2, the character of Bruce Banner slash the Hulk is in the exact same place he is at the right. beginning of Avengers 1. Yeah. Yeah. Like, his, the character arc did nothing. Didn't grow at all. Didn't yeah. learn anything over these years except, oh, the sun's going down. Like, the next scene can, <laughs> can be the same scene from Avengers 1 of Black Widow showing up to get him again. Yeah. Right. Like, there was no character arc whatsoever. Uh, next bullet point is Ultron launching nukes. They state that there is someone blocking Ultron from launching the nukes, but they don't know who it is. It turns out to be Jarvis working against Ultron right under his nose. Tony finds out at the hub, and that gives him the idea to imprint Vision with Jarvis AI. I guess that's easy. I guess everybody kind of came to that conclusion. Yeah, it's I don't easy to come with that. to that conclusion. Yeah, yeah. That, that wasn't. I didn't yeah. think they fucked that up. That was clear. Um, this movie was really based around the origin story of Vision. The Vision was executed perfectly. When Whedon was brought in to direct the first Avengers movie, he told Kevin Feige that Avengers Two had to have Ultron as the villain. He needed. He needs to create Vision and that Paul Bettany should play him. So you can see that the Vision was his real passion in this movie. Uh, I, unapog- I unapologetically Tupperware this movie. I will miss Whedon's writing. That's uh, from Michael Borelli. Yeah. I'm a Whedon fan, and I won't miss Whedon's writing yeah. on this property, at least. Yeah. I feel like Whedon kind of I, – I think like I think the stress of everything, of doing this big-budget movie, kind of took its toll on Whedon. Working with Marvel, it took its toll on him. I think it's, I think it's about time somebody comes in there and, and uh, does something – um, different with the properties. So I'm glad that they've got the Russo brothers. I hope they can keep them happy for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I honestly, I only think the only more talented duo I could ever think that would come in here and do anything would be, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Yeah. To be honest with you, I think, I think, uh, behind those two guys, you've got the Russo brothers. So, right. Yeah. Cause I'm kind of over fucking, uh, Robert and Orsi. They're over each other. Well, we've yeah. got those two doing the animated Spider-Man stuff, so they're, they got their toes in the Marvel Universe a little bit, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're gonna be working with Sony on that. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. I don't think they dropped off that one. Cause we're gonna be talking about something yeah. else. They're no, that's on. still happening. Yeah. For sure. They dropped off Flash though. Yeah. I think. It, I'm yeah. hearing they dropped off Flash. I've heard that. I've heard the rumblings yeah. of that too. It's not been confirmed, yeah. but. Yeah, we, uh, paused there. Nobody knew. 
That's the thing that happened. Hey, guess what? Since we paused, uh, Domesticated Dave has joined us. Bonjour, Brian. Don't stop it. Stop it with the fucking the French shit. <laughs> Bonjour. Domestique David. Dans la maison. And you wonder why people don't like you on the show. <laughs> and you does does he wonder that? I think I think I think he needs to wonder about it more, right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> How's everybody doing? We were doing. <laughs> then uh, you showed up, fucking Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Douche. <laughs> Uh, how you been, Dave? Uh, you're showing up a little bit late today. You had to work, so uh, welcome back. How do you like? How do you like your mic? Oh, it's beautiful. It's like a work of art. I uh, will post got... pictures of Dave's mic this week. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we yeah, all came got... together as a group to get it's, that it's, together. It's a too. wonderful project of love. Thank yeah, you, gentlemen. it's like uh, MacGyver made you a microphone this week. It's like <laughs> the professor on Gilligan's Island. And Jay left a little message there for you. Oh, says fuck you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Started off right. <laughs> all right, Dave. Uh, what we've been doing? We've been talking about. <clears throat> A lot of things we've been uh, going over emails. We already went the iTunes route, went the, went through our iTunes reviews. Uh, Basically, and, we've been cursing a bunch and talking about nothing. Exactly, right? that was one of our reviews. That's the thing that happened. One but, star. Yeah, one it was star, a one star. One star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the same way. Uh, and uh, Jai Courtney has fucked each and every one of our mothers. True. This episode, and that's a beautiful thing. My mom had Jai and Bruce Campbell. Yeah. That's true. It's your origin story. (laughs) (laughs) And that's her orgasm story. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she tells it a lot. It's an orgy story. (laughs) Next email comes from Eric Grubb. And, uh, yeah, he's been on a couple episodes with us. He donated Uh, to my TV. He donated for your TV. So, yeah. He's worthy of me reading this email. The rest of you fuckers. (laughs) Michael Borelli read your Age of Ultron episode, your email. (laughs) Did you donate nothing? No. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, he did donate nothing. I can't even talk right now. <laughs> it all comes down to Michael Borelli being a deadbeat and not contributing. You True. got that part right. That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to send Michael Bean to fuck your mom. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't get any Jay Courtney. <laughs> Give us a one-star review. Anyway, Eric Grubb sends us an email. I have a question for whoever... <laughs> I have a question for you and whoever is on the next show. <laughs> Spin the wheel. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Frank was supposed to be here, but not here. San Diego Comic-Con episodes are kind of famous for Frank being on here, I guess. Yeah. After. Even though he's only been on one. I've only been on one. Of three. Yeah. But he was famous. Yeah. Hashtag human volcano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What exa- <laughs> Eric Grubb's question is, what exactly defines a strong character? Welcome, Dave. <laughs> Throw him right into it. Yeah, right into the right into the flame. <laughs> what exactly des- defines a strong character, male or female? I feel like saying it's a character is a strong character is a buzzword that really doesn't mean anything. All I care about is does the character work for the role it's supposed to fulfill? Dave needs to get off the strong character thing. How many people does he know in real life that could be the hero in a movie like Jurassic World? How many? That aren't way more like Bryce's character, Bryce Dallas Howard's character, mm-hmm. Claire. Okay. I know maybe a few folks that could be that hero, and mostly because they are former or current special forces, but put them in a situation like Bryce's job, and I bet they would not be nearly as good as she is. <laughs> Why does everyone have to be a total action badass? Grub. 
Yeah, they'd be bad ants too if they were in that position. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, yeah, here we go. Here Mr. We go. Grubb. Social justice, white knight, domesticated day. What's your fucking answer? Can't wait for this one. Gain some more fucking listener friends. <laughs> Dudley Dave Wright, let's hear it. I would say that uh, a strong character would be a character that develops in an interesting way through the arc of the story. I like characters that progress and become more than what they were from beginning to end. He's so goddamn smug. Yeah. I just want but to I smack think, him. I think Grubb has a good point, though, in that like, I don't think your definition of what a strong character is. Like, if you asked 100 people their definition of a strong character, that'd be a pretty fucked up like family feud round. You know what I'm saying? There'd be like mm-hmm. 97 answers. True. So I think that's the problem is that people are just throwing it. It's a strong character, a strong mm-hmm. male character, a strong I think it all character. depends on what light you put the character in. Yeah. If you show a weak female character and try to glorify that by trying to get the message across that it's okay for men yeah. to put this female in this weak position, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's okay. That's fine. Let's glorify this. Let's glorify this fucking these male characters putting this female character down. Let's glorify it. No, but if you fucking show it in a fucking like negative light, like, oh, this fucking this weak female character shouldn't be acting like this. This is sad. And then it makes the men look like fucking assholes. Yeah. Then that's I'm fine with that. You know, it's all in the light that you put it in. But, uh, you know, fucking social justice over here. Got to have every fucking character be Wonder Woman. Which yeah, we talked about that a little bit. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, I heard you. I heard you write Wonder Woman fan fiction. <laughs> Why did you tell them? <laughs> so I trusted you. <laughs> next, uh, next email comes from uh, Grub. I like. It's like we're beating a dead horse at this point. I thought it was an interesting email, though. I'm still like thinking about it. I know I get it, but like with him. <laughs> does, does the arc matter? This, like this guy, it, this guy ain't gonna change. Is, can He's, a character start as a weak this guy, character and absolutely. become a strong? Can it work both ways? Yeah. Maybe um, my favorite listener opened my eyes to the journey oh, of God. of a uh, of a character. Why are you talking like that? We just <laughs> we just talked while you were having a cigarette out there. Never once did you speak like this. To me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all this little sweet coursing through my veins. <laughs> Yeah, don't talk to me like I'm a listener. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Give him some respect at least. (laughs) Anyway, next email comes from Ashley. We've gotten emails from Ashley before. Mm -hmm. Ashley's a great listener. She sent us that awesome picture of her in uh, Captain Marvel cosplay. Oh, that was great. Awesome. Hey, leftovers and uh, D and then a bunch of like wingdings for Domesticated (laughs) Dave, basically. It looks like hieroglyphics. Nice. It it might even say in Sabanur. I have no fucking. <laughs> the, fuck I'm the more outrageous you get with that joke, the better. As far as the yeah. making fun of, Dick's he is burden. my favorite X Men villain, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> You're everybody's favorite leftover villain. You are. I mean, seriously, you've become a villain on the podcast. Like a lot of our listeners, like you go out of your way to like have them love you and you stroke them, and then I'm getting emails and Facebook messages all the time that people cannot stand you. <laughs> Well, hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Hey, Leftovers, and whatever the fuck your name is, Dave. Been listening to the comments lately about the strong women in media discussion and just wanted to put in my two cents. I think the argument breaks down to representation. While I'm a huge proponent of strong female characters, I advocate for more complexity. 
a character with a sense of agent of, of agency and fleshed out to be human. I'll take a complicated housewife, a la Allison Hendricks. Ooh. Or from black reference there. Mm. Over a one-dimensional cardboard cutout of a female badass any day. A.K.A. pretty much anything Michelle Rodriguez... And pretty much anything Michelle Rodriguez role ever. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Writer Kelly Sudeconic put it nicely. Except Amy Lucia. (laughs) Writer Kelly Sudeconic put it nicely. Try this. If you can replace your female character with a sexy lamp and the story still basically works, maybe you need another draft. As for Jurassic Park, I don't think that Bryce Dallas Howard's character was necessarily a damsel in distress the whole time. Although I could have done without the weird love story subplot and her keeping those heels on for the remainder of the movie. Because let's be real, if dinosaurs are coming out to to me, those things are coming off ASAP. For a little twist, I wouldn't have minded a gender swap for her character and Owen's character. I would have loved an snarky Indiana Jones slash Laura Croft raptor trainer and type A park director who can't handle it when shit hits the fan, but that's just me. Keep up the good work, my friends. Ashley Deriveter, and she goes on to give her title in the Army, rank glorious Pegasus Unicorn. Nice. Excellent suggestion. Excellent. Excellent ass-kissing, Dave. That was some of your best. Some of your best. It wasn't like... It wasn't your, you know, absolute best, but it was up there. It a was little rusty. I got to get the juices flowing. Yeah, if you don't say juices flowing every episode, God forbid our listeners don't get to hear that fucking shit every fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't the uh, biggest fan of Howard's character in Jurassic Park either, or Jurassic World, and it wasn't didn't really have anything to do with like any damsel in distress stuff. I was just legitimately bored by like the stuff going on with her character. Like I found the whole plot motivation of like. The, like, we didn't even need the character of her sister and, like, whether or not she was being a good caretaker to these kids or not. And all that was just super annoying to me. Mm. Like, it wasn't that she was a strong or weak character. I just thought there was a lot of needless plot points that really didn't do anything to further the movie that I wanted to see. Like, it was all just useless. I, what I thought was useless was the fact that the parents are splitting up. And yeah. it, like, you know, it was like, you know, like, the 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 young boy. Oh, totally. Like... Was more was crying more that his parents were breaking up than when he they had the Indominus Rex chasing them. Yeah, then when they're like trapped inside the plastic ball thing. Right. You, yeah, I totally agree. I thought I'm not annoyed by all kids, but I thought they were so forced into this movie, mm. and it could have just been like these are the two kids we're going to follow at Jurassic World. Oh, and here and I, I am. wouldn't have thought any more of here it. Here I am I touting Nick Robinson forever, and like they, they give him like the worst character representation ever. Yeah. Here I am, some creepy fucking kid that stares at women all day. It's like, okay, yeah, if you want Nick Robinson to star in uh, American Psycho 2, then yeah, you've done your job. Because that's what he did, was like stare at women and objectify them. And it was really fucking weird. So, fucking horrible representation of like his skills as an actor. So Yeah, I agree. The kids were fucking annoying in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just ready for the bobblehead line to come out myself. Yeah, I didn't get any of the Jurassic bobbleheads. Did they make them? I, I think they did. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know they have Lego. I really want an uh, Ian Malcolm Lego guy. Like, that's a minifigure. Oh, like Lego a, a Lego figure? Yeah, a little yeah. Lego Ian Malcolm. 
Anthony Rodriguez <laughs> sends us. You have just like try, hey, moved on. Try to move the conversation along. <laughs> Welcome back to our continuing coverage of Jurassic World. You don't have to laugh at it, Jay. That, oh, it was, that, that went pretty I'm well. I'm sorry. It was, I know it went. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Rodriguez sends us an email. He says, God damn it, you got me again. Uh-oh. That's the end of the email. Weird email, Anthony. That's the whole email? <laughs> That's the entire email. No, I'm kidding. He says, every time you guys recommend a show, I try it out and say, what the fuck are they talking about? This is garbage. After It sounds like me opening a Marvel Collector Core box. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> After eating my words with Game of Thrones, I told myself, don't be so quick to judge. The leftovers swear by it. I heard you guys once singing your high praises for a show called Sense8. So, of course, I gave it a shot. Episode 1, I was thinking, um, what? What the hell is going on? It just left a bad taste in my mouth, but of course I knew better. Just keep watching, I told myself. The leftovers haven't steered you wrong yet. Second episode, I'm thinking, wait, more gay people? Is this whole show going to be one big commentary about being gay and cross-gender and having equality? Is this a political show? I don't know where this is going. My interest was fading fast. So far, the show had seemed to be a lot of uh, a lot forces, a lot of forced gay interaction. <laughs> How many times can we show some guy on guy or semi girl on girl action? Gay characters don't bother me, aside from not cringing when I see two guys making out. Wow. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> That's the definition of bothering. Yeah. Can, we, yeah. can we officially make the name of this episode at San Diego Comic-Con slash forced gay interaction? <laughs> <laughs> Just for him. <laughs> I don't, yes. don't get any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of it seemed to be a very spiteful statement with the goal of shocking homophobes into submission or desensitizing the viewers to accept the changing world. It was screaming, look at it, uh, look at it and deal with it. More to the point, I just couldn't figure out where it was going story-wise. Each character had their own story, and then the, and then the main story and villain seemed sidelined. My confidence dropped yet another level. It had your endorsement, Brian. Typically, Jake would have given some critical feedback, and Frank would have farted. <laughs> Then slurred some in-depth point that would have given me insight. Leftover Jay is new to me, so I don't know his taste. Maybe that was where the, the discrepancy was this time around. Even Dave said he loved it, and Dave's taste, for the most part, seemed to be in accordance with my own. I apologize for that. That's, I'm sorry. That's a very unfortunate for you, <laughs> Anthony. Very unfortunate. I pray for, I weep for your fucking soul. Except for the strong, except for that strong female character. Hold on, hold on, this is part of the email. He says, except for that strong female character bullshit he brought up in Jurassic World. (laughs) Of course she would have been T-Rex Chow, but she definitely not just she definitely was not just some uber weak sex object, and at no time did she strike me as a damsel in distress. Just someone more suited for the corporate world rather than nature, which is typical. It was just typically how people are. Brian spoke truth. You can't have you can't have a strong female or male character every time because then it's like you are watching the same characters in different movies. You know, I lost respect for you there, Chief, and then you brought me back. <laughs> that is the truth. If every character is the same ideal character you want, pretty soon the movies are going to get real boring. Mm-hmm. It's true. He goes, anyway, back to Sensei. Brian said, it doesn't get good until the third episode. Smart money is on the skinny bitch. 
Took me a while to get to that one just because of scheduling. However, to be completely honest, I wasn't really looking forward to watching it. Hmm. I was afraid of the big letdown. But I took it on faith and stayed the course, mostly expecting to just see more blah blah semi-science-based gay porn. And made time to watch it. My interest took a 180 turn. Shit just got real. Characters started facing real issues and calling on each other's skills. Awesome. Why didn't they start with this? It seems like they wasted the first two episodes. I know they had to set up the characters, explain the mythos, and build the vast milieu of each character's continent. But man, did it drag its feet. Now, good shit was going on. Exciting drama and mythology was starting to make more sense. I burned through the next eight episodes in one day and watched the final two last night. Despite witnessing psychic gay orgies and too many documentary-like birthing scenes, I loved it, loved it, loved it. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Dave, for giving me another great show to look forward to. Now that I am done with it, I will now start on Orphan Black, as you have recommended. Oh, there you go. Looking forward to a colossal episode 100 with Brian, Jay, Dave, Jake, and Frank combining all their talents on one show. <laughs> can, can that even happen? I, I, until that ha- until I see that, yeah, I don't, all five I don't of us? believe it. Yeah. Right. As soon as I see uh, talents, where are those? <laughs> where are those been? Where have they been the last fucking 90 fucking seven episodes? Episodes. You, you never told me I had to bring talent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wow. So all, all five of us are going to be on episode 100. I mean, that was supposed to happen this episode. Yeah. It couldn't happen. Yeah, it couldn't so. happen this episode. Mm-hmm. He goes on to say, Terminator Genesis, toss it. Didn't even finish the movie. Didn't care. Agree with Dave 100%. Sorry, Dave. Having a strong female character didn't stop the movie from sucking <laughs> and just being fucking stupid. <laughs> he didn't even finish it. Is the context clue there that he illegally downloaded it? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds that way. <laughs> Send a Terminator into Jurassic World, then you got a movie. So Yeah, that might be more interesting. Yeah. Every time they send Arnold into the dinosaurs, he loses. That's what I was saying earlier. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So... They'd fuck the Terminator up. <laughs> Next email comes from Ron White. Yeah, these emails they just keep coming. They just keep coming, yeah. just like your mother coming from Jai Courtney. Right. <laughs> over. Multiple orgasms. And over. Over and over and over again. And over. <laughs> they don't come that much. Not as much as that. <laughs> Ron White says, hey, leftovers and associated evil hench persons. Trying to keep it PC for Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. I really enjoyed hearing you guys read my email and listening to the spirited conversations that it spawned. You guys did not like that I couldn't toss Avengers Age of Ultron, despite my ranting about how much it sucked balls. Yeah, it did seem a little. You know what I mean? Yeah. Frank does that a lot, where he like does nothing but hate on something. Yeah, but he gives it a positive rating. But he'll give it a positive right, rating. Right, I always argue with him about that. <laughs> Toss that shit! Ron says, oh look, another Marvel fanboy drunk on the Kool-Aid. In my defense, at that point, my understanding was that a toss-it meant if I could rewind time, I would have knit a fucking sweater instead, or learned origami or some shit. That's exact. That's quote for quote what Clive says in our rating system. <laughs> if the leftovers toss it, they're probably knitting a sweater or learning origami or some shit. God, I've never paid attention. Yeah, to I know. <laughs> I always kind of block him out too, but that's exactly what he says <laughs> verbatim. Um, but I was going to see that movie no matter how bad people told me it was. So in my mind, I had to taste it. I get it now. You have to taste it to rate it. 
And so, having tasted it and formed my opinion, I now unceremoniously lower my rating of Avengers Age of Ultron to a toss-it. Nice, nice work, gentlemen. I know. We, we, we beat him into fucking submission. Nice, nice work. Nice we work. We have beaten a listener into submission. We have, like, he was so spirited about, you know, he hated it, but on the flip side, I'm not going to toss it. And then we just ripped all hope out from him. Nice he, he defended it pretty hard, right? Yeah. You know? I'm proud, yeah. I'm proud of you guys. Like, I, I'm still not at toss it level for it, but. I know you're not. I know you're but not good, there. Good I know you're not there. You could never do that. Yeah, I just can't. <laughs> It's Marvel. It's got all your favorite characters in it. I know, I know. You bleed Marvel. I have the underroot. It's it's <laughs> It's a Funko Pop short of a fucking Tupperware. Yeah, I mean There's no way you could toss this movie. I cannot. There's no fucking fat. You had way. the same effect on me as you did as you did on him, you know? Yeah. You brought me down, for yeah. sure. And even when we did the review I'm supposed to be proud of that? Yeah, you should be. Like I, okay. <laughs> Brian, I really enjoyed this movie. Then I heard your podcast, and and you have ripped all hope from. <laughs> You're like opening these people's eyes. <laughs> you should be proud of that. Like I think what you're preaching is closer to the truth than what what they were. were they but I'm were biased. Preaching. I'm biased. Right. Yes. Yes. You're very biased. I've been a little bit more angry and on edge lately. <laughs> that's a thing that's happening too. <laughs> I think you've been a little bit more judgmental lately, Anthony. <laughs> I love to hear the mo- you're the most biased guy. Your 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 movie reviews that guy that that opened my eyes too. I can't take any of it seriously. Anymore. <laughs> also, I enjoyed Dave's observation about the powerful. He put this in quotation: the powerful female character pendulum. You called it a pendulum? Yeah, I did. <laughs> powerful female did use, character pendulum. Did you use that same voice you were trying to use on me when you were saying that too? <laughs> It's entirely possible. Yeah, it smells like it. <laughs> Swinging in the other direction past center after being on the other side for so long, and it will normalize at some point. However, I will point out that this Magic Mike XXL thing is just over the top. I've seen a couple previews for this movie on TV, and I have no clue what the hell it is even about. I can tell you it's about... Your mother fucking Jake, Jake Courtney. Courtney. <laughs> that's what that's what it comes down to. It's basically the plot of that movie. We've been talking about it the whole the time. Whole time. Man. <laughs> the second one's a big money grab, right? Like at least yeah. the first one's a Steven Soddenberg film, and right. like I can see the art. There's right. some art value to right. it. But then it was like, oh shit, we can get a bunch of moms in here, all yeah. horny. Yeah, part two. Part two. Matthew McConaughey's gone. Is Steven Soddenberg's name even attached to it? I bet I he's not he, even an executive he's, producer. He's retired from. I think he's retired, didn't he? Just Imagine Mike was his last movie. I, no, I think he retired from directing, right? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought I thought, <laughs> I thought he announced that he retired. Okay. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I have no clue what the hell it is even about, nor do I care. But as far as I can tell, the sole purpose for this movie is to objectify men. If there is a plot, it seems completely irrelevant to getting female butts in the seats of theaters. Hopefully I am wrong and the plot synopsis goes something like this. Mike... Channing Tatum is a Navy SEAL and America's greatest sniper and suffers from PTSD and decides to go on a journey of self-discovery in an effort to find himself. He gets on a plane to go on a vacation to a real dinosaur theme park. However, when putting his carry-on in the overhead compartment, he is bitten by a radioactive, radioactive spider. 
Then mid-flight, a shit ton of poisonous snakes escape from their containers in the cargo hold of the plane, and all hell breaks loose. The plane ends up crashing into the side of a mountain, and he ends up eating some soccer players to survive. We are then treated to a rescue party led by Sylvester Stallone and Fox Mulder. On their way to home, on their way home across the frozen, frozen tundra, they find a naked blue man with a huge pecker and a guy with an ink blot test for a face. Mike is forced to build a lightsaber out of ice crystals, a keychain flashlight, and a can of Red Bull, and is forced to battle for his life. Eventually, Mike is victorious, only to become frozen solid, waiting to be thawed out later for the trilogy finale, finale, Magic Mike, The Return of the King. (laughs) Very interesting. Okay. I'm I'm lost. (laughs) Right now, on the show... I am going to ask that this be your last email (laughs) ever. Don't ever reach out to us again. This is like that scene in the movie Swingers where Jon Favreau keeps calling the answering machine over and over and over again. And then she finally picks up and she says, don't call me again, Mike. Right. Ron, seriously, (laughs) last email, chief. This is it, okay? And you're lucky that I'm reading this fucking shit. I just had to read that. Like that, That was fucking hard. For me to get through that, guys. Did you see what I had to go through there? <laughs> yeah, it was tough. It was tough. You're a brave man. I know. I know. I had to fucking say something about ice crystals, a keychain flashlight, Red Bull, and fucking... Oh, my God. I don't even know. This is insane. I Ron. Could, I could feel it, man. Ron, why don't you just send me an email that says, fuck you? <laughs> nonsensical bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> reading this nonsensical That's shit. That's our job. <laughs> that is our job. Good call, Least you could have done is fucking help Jake with his goddamn TV. Yeah. <laughs> fucking ingrate. I'm kidding. I'm fucking kidding. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's all right. I'm, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. He's not kidding. He's <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone yeah. and Fox Mulder. That was my highlight. Yeah. Ass kisser. <laughs> he says, God bless you guys. Thanks for keeping it real, and thanks for keeping me sane and awake on the highways of Massachusetts. Ron White. Ron White. Tater salad is what he put. Tater salad. Yeah. yeah. Tater salad. Isn't mm-hmm. that the same guy that did the uh, iTunes review? Yeah, he did an iTunes review, and he also sent us an email last week. You would have known that, but... <laughs> you never listened to an episode. Those are pop culture leftovers, the lost episodes. For no, me. no, yeah. no, they're, 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 they're available. <laughs> they're, no, they're, they're lost. They're free. They're available to each other. <laughs> they really are. Next email comes from Josh Davis. Hi, robot fuckers. Hey. And domesticated bedwetting liberal white knight Dave. Oh, buddy. Hello. <laughs> I've been listening to the show for about a year now and particularly had a lot of fun with the last episode. There were more than a few moments when I almost had to pull over in side-splitting laughter. Jake can relate, can't you, Jake? Oh, last, last episode. Oh, last, man. We fucking killed you. Oh, man. Fucking slayed you, it didn't it? too much. I, I've never... I slapped my knees raw. The show that fucking gave you a fucking TV. <laughs> and you can't even take, you know, fucking four to six hours out of your goddamn <laughs> schedule to fucking listen to it. I can, I can't. Son of a bitch. It's too much, it's too much. That that host is too mean. <laughs> He's been a little bit more on something about, lately. Yeah, something about that guy. He gets my anxiety up and shit. I, I can't do it. 
Jake, Jake, I just want you to hold this bobblehead and just settle down. Okay. Calm yes. yourself. Calm yes. yourself. Hold this bobblehead. Oh, sweet, sweet bobble. <laughs> I, oh my god, I wanted to fucking. When we were outside on the porch, and you said that you loved the little tiny Ant Man bobblehead, I wanted to strangle you. I wanted to fucking. I, do. I wanted to Homer Simpson Bart chokehold you out on the fucking porch. But it's the smallest Funko bobblehead ever made. <laughs> How can you not love it? Remember when I told you, Jay? The, remember Jay when, I, Jay when I, Brian when I told you guys Jake's gonna fucking love this? Thing? Oh yeah! Oh my god! I do, I do yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to hurt it. Yeah. The only thing I don't it's, the only thing I don't love about it is it's a little too small to like snuggle. Oh, now you're just being ridiculous. You're about as nonsensical as that last goddamn email. From are you Ron Josh? White. No, take that back. No, you are as nonsensical as Ron White's fucking email. All right, all right. Stallone, Fox, Mulder, and... All right, I lied. I can snuggle it just fine. <laughs> Stick it right in you your nose. You caught me. <laughs> yes. I like to put it between my toes. So while Jake is ignoring our episodes, Josh Davis is ha- he's pulling over onto the side of the road and side-splitting laughter. Wow. So, yeah, that, that, that happens. You guys all shared your opinions on reboots, and he put this in quotation, reimaginings. Hmm. At the beginning of the episode, then went off on a Star Wars tangent. While the originally trilo- while the original trilogy is obviously gospel, several diehard Star Wars fans, myself included, have mixed views on the prequels. Jake, yeah, mm. we know one. No, he doesn't have mixed views. He loves it. Yeah, he's unapo- you unapologetic. But it's not biased, and that's what's cool. It's, no, totally not. it's true. It's not biased. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You love the prequels. I was curious. Would any of you be in favor of an eventual reboot of the prequel trilogy? If so, what would you like to see be done differently? What would you keep? And who are your dream cast and dream directors? Oh, boo. He's saying knock the prequels out of canon and do them over again? That's what he's saying. He's saying uh, if you could. He's asking. No. He said, hold on. Hold on. Let's let, I, I don't want to misquote, dude. But he says, while the original trilogy is obviously gospel... Several diehard Star Wars fans, including myself included, have mixed views on the prequels. I don't know what his view is. <laughs> right. It could be good, it could be bad. <laughs> right. But he's asking us for those of us that would be in favor of them rebooting the origin the, the, the uh prequel trilogy. Who what would we like to see done differently? What would you keep and who are your dream cast and dream directors? Um thanks, and on behalf of all of us in the army with long commutes to work. Please keep the ridiculously long episodes coming. I know they get me through the week. Looking at you, Dave. <laughs> I think this episode's going to go forever. I think I can bait yeah. Ruth Caller right now. No, thank you for You're the ready email, for this Josh. Shit. <laughs> Dave doesn't like our long episodes. Look at you over there scribbling. <laughs> it's loud, attention. too. Yeah, I know. I'm not even paying attention to the email. Just over there scribbling. <laughs> Like you're in a fucking like cave and doing like fucking cave paintings and shit. What the fuck are you doing over there? Who the fuck do you think you are? Scribbling shit down over there. Like, are, are you one of those uh, stenographers in the courtroom writing down every goddamn word I'm saying? Why don't you fucking pay attention? Josh has got a fucking email here. I know he called you a, a bedwetting liberal white knight. But why can't you listen to his fucking email? This is hilarious. This is like the scene in uh, Sorcerer's Stone. Where Snape yells at Harry Potter while while Harry Potter's taking notes about the thing that he's yelling at. <laughs> yeah. It's like the same exact scene. It's cracking me up. <laughs> well, in answer to your email, Josh, uh, no, I don't think that they should knock it out of canon and redo it. 
But I do like the idea of recasting Anakin, Amidala, and Palpatine and all that. Um, you guys got any ideas for who you'd like to see play Anakin? Well, I wouldn't. I would. I would. Uh, of course, I would not want him to be. You know, like a nine-year-old yeah. starting off with. I'd like him to be around the same age as Luke, maybe seventeen, eighteen-ish. Yeah. Um, and uh, as far as see, that's the thing. It's like I mean, there's different actors over different times that I. I, I at one time, I thought like Taylor Kitsch would have been a great Anakin, but now yeah. he's a little too old for that. Um, this was back in his Friday Night Lights days. You know, I so, could see that. Um, so, yeah, like, you're gonna say special edition really shows how if you try to revisit it and change it, it sucks. So I say leave them alone, even even though I don't like them. No, no, no. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not going to. I, it's it's it, George Lucas did it. George Lucas did it. I mean, he's the granddaddy. If he made it, I'm not going to change it. Yeah. But like you know, like if I had, like if I'm going, if like you asked me the question, like if it were to get reboot and who would I cast? I mean, things I would keep in, of course, Darth Maul, Qui-Gon Jinn, Ewan McGregor. I would definitely keep in Boba Fett's origin story. Absolutely loved it. Things I would change, uh, as much as I loved Christopher Lee in those films, as much, oh, excuse me, as much as I love Christopher Lee, I wasn't a huge fan of Dooku. Right. I really was not. Yeah. Even, even though it did, I think, I think it did, the film did need to harken back to like, like an older type of like jet, uh, a Sith Lord that didn't have to flip and use fucking parkour and shit. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I appreciated yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I think that's, so that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I wasn't just the biggest fan of Dooku though. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd add more practical effects yeah. to it. Um, and as far as like casting, uh, people that I would love to see cast in the prequels, if I would reboot it now, uh, I would love to see um, a Michael Fassbender uh, in any mm. capacity in a fucking uh, Star Wars movie. He'd be a great new Gwygon if we're just recasting. Agreed. Him. I mean, he. I, it doesn't matter what role you give him. Yeah, yeah. He'd be great in it. Um, and then uh, Ultimate Dream Casting, Daniel Day-Lewis as a Sith Lord. Yeah. As mm. um, Palpatine. Mm. Yeah. He, he would be absolutely phenomenal in any Sith role. He would be great. Uh, that's ultimate dream casting. Um, what I want to see, like a lot of people might say, oh yeah, Matthew McConaughey's such a hot actor right now, but with the Texan accent, mm -hmm. I don't think I could get over it in the film. So right. I kind of would like toss that idea. But yeah. yeah, definitely give me fucking Fassbender and Daniel Day-Lewis and we got ourselves a Star Wars movie. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. What are you guys thinking now that I've rambled? <laughs> I, I don't really have anyone in mind for like casting. Like that would take a long time for me to even think about at this point because I've never thought about rebooting that at all. You probably mispronounce some names too. I would definitely. Re yeah, yeah that's, that's what I do. Something that happens with kind of my thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what? My when I watch all six Star Wars movies, when I do the Star Wars marathon, yeah, the one thing every time that bothers me more than any other thing is the shit they did to Return of the Jedi in the special edition. At the beginning with Jabba's Palace, when they break into the fucking yeah, like, yeah. Fraggle Rock song or whatever the fuck is going yeah. on there. Like, they totally ruined the atmosphere of that scene. And if I could change one thing about Star Wars, I would take away all that nonsense. 
Yeah. He's asking about the prequels. You totally, like, <laughs> didn't address his question. But, yeah. No, that's a good suggestion, Jake. I don't know what to change from the prequels. I mean, I'm not the biggest Hayden Christian. If I could fan. change one thing about the show, it would be that, like, my cohorts, my co-hosts, actually listened to the question <laughs> and answered the I, I, I did listen. I did listen. So that's what I would change about this show. I just jerkily said something bad about the classic <laughs> trilogy instead. You diverted a little bit. I did it on purpose. You diverted a little bit. I did it on bit. purpose. <laughs> well, I, it was me being an ass, not ignoring. Here, yeah. Here's my main thing on this question is like I would never uh, even necessarily tell that story. Um, the whole thing about Darth Vader for me when seeing the original trilogy was we have this mysterious figure in this mysterious past, and I'm left to kind of think about it through his son, Luke Skywalker, Leia, Mm -hmm. and the events surrounding that, it made Darth Vader more important to me than knowing exactly what happened, you know, through the prequels. And I I think the Clone Wars series and and all that stuff is a much better portrayal than what they showed in the movies. So I'd rather see that kind of stuff, kind of like what they're doing with the anthology films. Yeah, yeah. Do these kind of side note deals where you're kind of explaining what happens in between, but... uh, yeah, I know. I, I'd rather see that than see that ever touched again. I don't want to relive it. I don't want to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, Not again. It's, it's almost like you're viewing it as if like you walked in on like your mother getting banged by Jai Courtney, right? And you like, want to wipe it from your mind. Traumatic. Like, yeah, mom. I know you're having a great time right now, and I'm happy for you. Yeah. But this is something I just I can't. Oh, and think about this. I was waiting in line. So if we're talking about that, you know, waiting in line for that event. <laughs> And then you get there like, oh, no, no. <laughs> I waited in line to watch this. <laughs> you know, when I when I talk to someone that's not a fan of the prequels, yeah. my the biggest thing I try to Everybody. do nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Is my, my main goal now is to get, convince people that episode two is the one that's the biggest piece of shit and not episode one. If I can convince every prequel hater that it's flip-flopped, which is the biggest pile of shit, then mm, I, I feel like I I've would done agree my with job. You. I feel like I've done my job because uh, episode two is the worst by far. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like you can't hang your fucking hat. Like, this is the first... You can't hang your fucking hat on Darth Maul and the pod race. The, At I the like end the, of the whole movie, though. I, I, it gives me... You're ridiculous. I mean, I'm just saying. You're everything, ridiculous. though? I you can't... I, I get every, I've seen this movie probably over 50 fucking times, and every time Gwygon is taking young Anakin away from his fucking mom, it makes me feel all fucking... Well, I, I, I give you that. Every yeah. fucking time. There's some cool-ass scenes, but isn't a lot of it take away from how cool those cool scenes were? What does take? What takes away from what? I don't I don't get it. I, I think for, you it's know... It's got brand new John Williams Star Wars score that, like, rocks my world every time I fucking watch it. I don't see anything that's such a giant affront to the entire Star Wars community that it's like... Jar Jar Binks and all of the Gundams. Yeah. There's not that much <laughs> of that shit, though. And In the first one? And if Jar Jar Binks ta- tags along with them pretty yeah, much they the go, entire they go to his film. world. They yeah. go, they go. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's it, it's not that overbearing, right? I mean, it's it's yes. Ewok. <laughs> uh, it just I don't know. It doesn't. Get Bosa, Bosa. I like the way that I like the way the end of Episode One is paced. How it's like the three action sequences happening at once. I agree with you. I think Episode Two feels super fucking weird in the last forty five minutes. 
where unlike any of the other five Star Wars movies, it follows one direct narrative from point A to point Dude, B. Dude, I got sick of sec- fucking uh, Star Wars C-SPAN edition where we had to fucking watch them in like the fucking political arena and shit. I got right. sick yeah. of that garbage. Yeah. Episode 2 does have my most hated scene in the in the prequels. Yeah, episode the three. The Yoda flippy do. Yeah. Yeah. Flippity dippity. Wasn't that episode three? No, it was two. Yeah, it was two. Oh wait. It was two. No, it was three. It was three. With him fighting Sidious. the Emperor. Yeah, it was three. No, yeah. he fights Dooku at the end of two. Yeah. Yoda does? Yoda? Yeah. No, it was Anakin. No, at the end of episode two. Yoda fights Count Dooku. Obi-Wan? No. Yes. I don't remember that. Like, the first time we saw Yoda with the lightsaber was in episode three when we saw the little lightsaber. That is 100% incorrect. We we see Obi-Wan get fucked up, and then Yoda shows up, and for the first time ever, his little Yoda lightsaber comes out, and he saves Dooku from killing both Anakin and Obi-Wan. Okay. By getting into a fight with him and flipping around. Okay, I mean, I'll give it to you. I remember it because I hate that scene. Well, I'll give it to you because I hate the movie yeah. and I hate the one that came before it and then also the one that came after that one too. So, that, so did I just name all three of them? Is yes. that what I did? Okay, yeah, that was all fair enough. Okay, good. I wanted to make sure that I clarified that. Um, yeah, I hate all three. But um, and it's hard to pick and choose like which one I hate more. You know what I mean? It's like it's like what do you hate more? Do you hate like rape? Do you hate like you know what I mean? It's like I hate I'm just, it. you know what I mean. It's the same way for me, is but the opposite way around. You know. Right. <laughs> Like I still well, like it, but it's definitely like, you my know, least favorite of the Hot Star Wars Love and movies. Love. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm gonna have to watch that shitty movie again just so I can see that. Yeah, I'm telling I- you, in episode three, it's the second ever Yoda fight, and mm. he's fighting Palpatine. Okay. But he fights wow. Dooku at the okay. end. Of that's what I remember was like Yoda going against Palpatine. Okay, that's I don't remember, I remember Doku that's, at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he saves. Right, I'm not. I'm not making this. Isn't fan fiction that I've just? Re- no, I, I'm gonna trust <laughs> okay, you, dude. Okay, okay. You're like you love those prequels. Okay, love. <laughs> I love those prequels. prequels. <laughs> no, it's cool that we do have somebody like you know. It's like it's like uh, it's like we have a unicorn on the podcast. It's like <laughs> right. we have somebody that actually enjoys the prequels like on our show, and I'm proud of that. I am, I am a rare yeah. breed. Yeah. That, that loves the prequels. Yep, unapologetically love them. Um, John Hawksby sends us an email. Uh, greetings, Brian and whoever and whoever is present this week. I wanted to start by thanking you and the rest of the guys for all your hard work on making the show happen. Let's, can we clarify that? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I want to, basically you're thanking me, right. John. So yeah, the only one hey. making it happen. <laughs> Thanks, Brian, and whoever decided to show the fuck up. Basically, is what that boils down to. Right. I could not imagine all the prep hours that you must spend every week just for our entertainment. Once again, you're still talking to me. <laughs> the setbacks in the show with the revolving cast, the background noises of family, pets, the business, or family emergencies are a constant reminder that you are all just normal guys with normal lives that aren't doing this for a living. Thank you for making the effort. After moving to a new city and a new life with really nothing more than my cat, the one constant and normal thing for me has been this show. It's a necessity for me to say the least. It's not as easy for me to stay current to the show as of late, and I have been behind for weeks. Determined to get current, today alone I knocked out the end of episode 95 and most of 96. Thanks again, John Hawksby. Jake, what did you, 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 you yourself, you were talking about knocking out the end of episode 95 and 96. I was thinking to myself, Hawksby better not be driving when he's listening to episode 98. <laughs> <laughs> that one's off the rails hilarious. We already know what happens. Yeah. 
No, thank you, John. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That I mean, nice. He's got, you know, moved to a new city and shit like that, and everything's unfamiliar, but, like, he can, like, think to himself, like, oh, the one thing I get to look forward to is this fucking stupid-ass show. Yeah, yeah. it's like some of his friends st- are still with him, it's even though everything yeah. else he moved away it's still, from. It's kind of sad, though. Yeah. Oh. It's us. Yeah, a little bummed out it's, for it's a, a second. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot sad. Yeah. It's really sad. Let's be honest. <laughs> what do you think, Dave? Tell, give John some words of encouragement. Oh, John. God. Oh, fuck Here we go. my life. Here we go. <laughs> well, John, you know, it is Bastille Day coming up this week. And I think you Jake, should find God yourself. God damn you to hell. <laughs> God damn you to hell for opening this fucking up. Let's go find out. <laughs> I think you should find the Viva la Resistance inside of you. Oh, I'm sorry. Now I feel bad. Seriously. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap. It was funny until then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you need to think about what you did. I knew what I did. I, I did it. I did. Don't it. encourage this fucking shit. You can't get a real answer out of this motherfucker. <laughs> I did it on purpose and then I couldn't take it either. <laughs> I made a horrible mistake and I apologize. Next email comes from Logan Morris. <laughs> Logan Morris says, Hey, Leftovers, and Dave, dot, 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 and Frank, question mark. He don't even fucking know anymore. Yeah, who knows? We don't either. Last week, domesticated Dave in his comic book corner just shit all over Greg Land <laughs> being attached to Colin Bunn's Uncanny X-Men. But I'm surprised he didn't mention the other Colin book coming out of Marvel's post-Secret Wars universe, Drax. How could you forget a Colin Bunn book? There's only 80. <laughs> I just found out he's doing the shadow. Of course he is. He's doing the shadow now. That's kind of cool. I, I added it to my. Is playlist. it a relaunch too? A shadow number one? No, it's Colin volume Bunn. two, but it's just Col- it's volume two of I think is it IDW doing shadow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. volume two of IDW doing shadow, but it's just Colin Bunn's taking over volume two. Shit. I don't I don't remember who did volume one. I might check that out. I added it, and then Colin Bunn's also doing a Voltron book. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, you yeah. got eighty books. Ultron, man. How the fuck are you going to write that? I don't know. Wow. That's interesting. I figured he would mention it due to to the writing team of CM Punk and Colin Bond. Can't wait to hear Dave shit all over the lack of a strong female character in the book. (laughs) Keep up up the great work, Logan. That quitter's writing comic books now, right? Correct. (laughs) Are you talking about CM Punk? What are your thoughts on uh, Colin Bond writing Drax? Oh, I, I can't wait to read it. I, 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 I that's one of those that like. If so, you didn't is it a have a series, no, it, it probably it, mm-hmm. it, sales will probably dictate that. But if you uh, if you didn't, of all the guardians, I, I, Drax would be the least likely one that I would be interested in reading a solo series of. Hmm. Um, but that being said, you put a good creative team on it, and I'll give it a shot. So I, I, I hope that they give Gamora a chance. I would have liked it a lot more if it was a Gamora series. Right. But uh, Strong, female, strong character. female character. Strong female character. But uh, yeah, yeah that I'll, makes sense. I'll definitely, I'll definitely give it a shot. Yep. Gamora, strong female character. Yep. <laughs> makes 100% sense. Universe's greatest assassin. Mm-hmm. Strong, and strong female. She's empowered. So <laughs> here's that. Chris Stabel. She does wear provocative costumes. She though. does, often. Provocative. What the <laughs> fuck, dude? I talked about that shit earlier. Provocative. <laughs> I said, thank God that Dave didn't, uh, that you have a son and you didn't have a girl because she'd never be able to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> Send that snowsuit back. We're returning that to JCPenney. It's too goddamn provocative. <laughs> You're not leaving the house in that snowsuit. 
Well, we'll see when the issues come out. I think she was designed to provoke a reaction from the Freedom Fighters. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off, Dave. <laughs> provoke or not provoke, she was not dressed provocatively. It was a snowsuit. It was a goddamn snowsuit. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I haven't read the comic. You saw the picture, though. I saw the picture. I saw it. It like Did a she look suit. like she was dressed provocatively? <laughs> not at all. I never would have thought that. The only person that thought that was this guy over here. There's only one person on the goddamn planet that thought she was dressed provocatively. And you're looking at him. He's on a fucking island by himself. Fucking provocative island. I love Darren Claude Miller's fucking response to that. He's like, and here's a provocative dinosaur. And it was just a Tyrannosaurus Rex roaring. Provocative island. I honestly, you look, look, you look as if you're dressed provocatively today yourself, Dave. Thank you. Ooh. Let's see if Chris Stabel, our next emailer, can make any sense of this shit. He says, "What's up, leftovers? I'm sure you will talk about all things Comic Con in upcoming. We will as soon as you motherfuckers stop sending us emails, and I can get through it. I mean, we would have been talking about Comic Con fucking two hours ago, but you motherfuckers keep sending us every email after email after email. Listen to me, I'm important." I got things to say. I'm passionate about the show. <laughs> I'm passionate about the show. I want you to read my fucking email. This is what <laughs> no, in all honesty, keep those emails coming, right? Yeah. Wink, wink. Anyway. <laughs> but I just had to voice my excitement over the new Batman v Superman trailer. I absolutely love the idea of seeing the events from Man of Steel's third act through the perspective of Bruce perspective of uh, Bruce Wayne and him running into that cloud of rubble and dust was a badass moment all by itself the shots of the bat suit with jokers riding all over it as well as the dialogue i don't think that's a bat suit chief nobody uh, as well as the dialogue about there being no good guys left to stand up to superman both gave me even more confidence that dc has a solid story to tell with this movie and their universe as a whole. After the letdown of Avengers Age of Ultron from Marvel, God, I love these emails. You brought me back to this email. All right, man. I give it up to you. After the letdown of Avengers Age of Ultron from Marvel and seeing this trailer full of what seems to be fresh, exciting takes on two classic superheroes and how they fit into the world, I am now arguably more excited for DC's universe than Marvel's moving forward. Spider-Man will always be my number one hero, and I do have high hopes for him in the MCU. I just hope he isn't all I end up looking forward to in future Marvel movies. What are your thoughts on the new trailer? Is there anything they showed you wish they hadn't? Anything else you wish they had? Stay frosty, Chris Stable. Chris, we're going to talk about that later. Yeah, a little bit later. A little bit later. We're going to talk about that. We're I want to talk about it now, but we got to wait. Yeah, we got to wait for that. We got San Diego Comic Con news coming up after we get through after we blaze through your goddamn emails. Blaze. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what we only, ta- only takes us an hour and a half to two hours to blaze through these motherfuckers. <laughs> that was a good one though, because we actually can't even answer that one, mm-hmm. so we can move along. Yeah, quickly. we can move along. Oh, I can't wait to talk about it, Jake. We'll talk. We're going to. So excited. <laughs> David Talbert sends us an email. <laughs> Hello, leftovers. This is David from Bellingham, Washington. So, an artificial intelligence robot has violently taken a human life. Holy shit! What the actual fuck? Oh, that's crazy. Thank you for your time, David. Yeah, I read that story. That was a crazy. Story. I didn't hear about that. I didn't hear about it. Yeah, it's in some factory. I forget. Did he say where it was? Germany. I did, I, it was in Germany. It like pinned him up against a wall and like crushed him to death. Holy shit! Wow. Like some like 
factory worker drone robot or whatever the fuck. Yep. Wow. So driller yeah. is a killer. You know how yeah. I feel about robots. Guy probably had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I saw that story. I was like, oh shit, here comes Skynet. Guy probably had it coming. <laughs> wow. Robots, yeah. they know best. Yeah, they are. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. Do we need to start a resistance? Should we start? <laughs> Not yet. Maybe get the word out there. Yeah. But we don't need to have our first meeting yet. Embrace it, guys. <laughs> Just embrace it. <laughs> Take the chip. Pop, yeah, Pop Culture Leftovers would officially like to be the first podcast to uh, say hello to our new... Uh, <laughs> overlords. <laughs> robot overlords. <laughs> <laughs> We're the podcast for robots. Hey, man, when I was a kid, I used to try to build Transformers out of fucking garbage. So I, I, I'm down with that, too. It's cool. We Whatever. won't sell mattresses, but any message you want us to send for you. We as got far it. as the robot, yeah, overlords, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> yeah, they coming. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break here. We're gonna take a quick break. We're done with emails, uh, right? We're, we're done with email. Thank God, we're done with emails. My God, yeah, you guys, Christ. it gets like, we longer like four every week. Smoke breaks during those emails. <laughs> Fucking yeah. I think I'm underballing. Hey, right? leftovers. Dot 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 and blah blah. Whoever the fuck. <laughs> dot dot. Listen dot. to my thoughts. React to them. Laugh. Get off on a tangent about something. We sure did. Yeah. Check, check, check. No. Keep them emails coming. I'm fucking with you. See, yeah. that's the thing. It's like I bitch. I think the one weekend I did bitch about fucking emails. Oh, it stopped it. The next week there was barely any. <laughs> yeah, I think people get intimidated. Like, should I send? I don't know if I should send them. Brian might say something. If anyone's listening to this episode for the first time, too, because it's the San Diego Comic Con episode. Give us a one star review. And you, you're like, what? <laughs> give us a one star review, you and fuckers. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, one star. Go to oh, iTunes, yeah. give us a one star, you fuckhead. <laughs> and make it detailed, not like this last motherfucker. Send us an email and just let us know, like, how, like, crippling bad we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll give you my fucking number. We can talk about it over the fucking phone. I'll throw that fucking shit on the fucking podcast. We can fucking talk about it. All right, we need a break. <laughs> Hope Jai Courtney fucks your mom. Wait, that's too good. Yeah, that's too good. <laughs> Take that. You hope, you hope Michael Bean. Michael Bean. <laughs> no, no, I'm dropping him down to fucking Michael Sarah. No. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Michael Bean's too good. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> 